Greetings. Hi, how are you? I'm listening. Great to meet you. Ah, I've been expecting you. For the good you of all. You come get the voodoo. Uh, hey there. And you are. Light be with hey, you. Great to you meet you. You come to consult the spirits? Welcome to Orgrimmar. Have you come to serve the Horde? Shiny sail here, me buy and trade. Hello and welcome to Control Alt Wow, the podcast for those of us who love World of Warcraft and love making many alts. Today is Sunday, May 24th, 2009. This is episode 116, entitled Raiders of the Lost Alt. I am a brilliant your host, and with me for now is my wonderful ho- co-host, Glanther. Hello, Glanther. Hello, Brilliant. How are you? I'm fine, and we're doing another split recording, and I'm very sad that uh, you know our schedules didn't mesh because we have a special guest coming up, which everybody will find out. Well, I can tell you. Tempest from Bind on Equip is going to be joining us. And she really wanted to, you know, be have you sit in too because you know she's <clears throat> alliance. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Even though she has gone over to the dark side, they're doing an experiment on Bind on Equip, which can be found at bindonequip.com, and they're also on iTunes. And uh, about uh, they're starting a group from scratch, leveling it together, going through instances, and they're trying the Horde side. And it's it's very entertaining and educating to listen to their podcast. Although, I do have to warn, they do have a explicit tag. <laughs> and there are a lot they of, say naughty words. Yes, they do. <laughs> which oh, we, naughty uh, words. Okay, here. Which we try very hard not to. So I'm going to have to find something I can uh, do to bleep. I'm trying to think of what would be a good um, um, what would be a good bleep noise, noise in World of Warcraft. There are so many cool little things. things yeah, that you could, that I could use. So we'll figure out something. But this has been a good week. How's your week been? Oh, it's been a fantastic week. Okay. Oh, that's the other thing I wanted to mention is that uh, I have gone back to listen to some of their older podcasts on buying on equip, and I invite anybody to do that because it's very interesting. They talk about raiding, and she's been in doing some hardcore raiding. And I think that while she's with us today, in this episode, I'm going to have her give me some pointers on how to start raiding. Because it might be something interesting that some of our listeners may have, you know, who, who not raided, might be willing to start sticking their foot in the proverbial pool of raiding. I mean, at this point, I've, you know, I've got a seven, uh, three seventy ones and a seventy. No, two, 171, 272s, and a 73. And I would like to do some raiding, but I don't... How do you... If you don't... If you're not involved in a guild, or if you've never raided before, it's probably kind of hard just to get started. Well, I mean, with my experience, you know, you know me being, a, you know, a Huntard... Right. Um, and a raider. And a raider, but like a, a Huntard raider. And I don't think you're a Huntard. A Huntard in place. Yet, noobish. Noobish. Um, well, you know, I actually am kind of a. I am kind of noobish. Like, when, anytime something goes out of, you know, my my normal like shot rotation, I've got my shot rotation really well done. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm a. Uh, I put out a lot of DPS, but um, like just an example, 
yesterday I was doing a 25-man Nax raid, and we got to Gluth, which is one of the bosses, where you have to kite some of the mobs around so that way he doesn't eat them and get his health back. And uh, usually I, I, I'm always the one who is on the anti-enrage um, duty. So basically just shoot my tranquilizing shot and then just, you know, steady shot, steady shot, steady shot, explosive shot, steady shot, you know, basically just whittle them, whittle them down. And then they said, well, Glantha, we're going to need you to do some kiting. And we're going to need you to put down some frost traps. And when it comes, even though I'm a survival hunter, when it comes to trapping, you know, it's just like a bloodbath because I, I don't have a lot of practice with it. And I was there having palpitations thinking like, oh my gosh, I'm going to wipe <laughs> this whole place because I was like, what we, I, I have to like actually like run around and not just stand there and, and uh, 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 let your pet do something. You have to actually, yeah, I have to actually like have some skill, um, <laughs> And somehow we made it through it. I did, of course, die. But I was the only one in the raid who died. Oh. And yeah, so, you know, it's good when the noob dies and nobody else does. And the noob doesn't cause the death. That's right, always good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, so, but I kind of just started doing pickup groups with um, the five-man instances that were at, uh, um, you know, the end of Wrath of the Lich King. Uh, I, I jumped right into heroics. I didn't do any of the traditional instances, and I never was in it. I, you know, for since I started in two thousand five, really. Do no I'm lying. Two thousand four. Gosh, it's been a long time. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, yeah. Jeez, but um, I never was a big raider. Like I would sometimes do. You know, I would do group quests, and I sometimes go into an instance or two, but you know, never a raid. Um, and I never did a heroic either. And then I just, you know, they said that, you know, that the heroics were easier in Wrath of the Lich King than they were in, in Burning Crusade. So I jumped right in. I had all, all blues from quest items because I did every quest. And um, at first it was just a bloodbath. And, you know, <laughs> it, it was just not good. But I learned how to work in five-man groups, got geared. And basically raiding is not any different than heroic instances except that there's more people and the boss is a little bit harder and it requires more communication but like r- really it's just a matter of uh, raids are hard because of so many people who are trying to do their own thing well for me it's always the circular logic that in order to be good in a raid or you have to have good gear but in order to get good gear <laughs> You have to raid. Well, there is a progression. Like you really yeah. do. Um, there are crafted items. Crafted items are really like the way to to fill in holes that you that you're missing from quest rewards and okay. from um, and from heroics. Like doing heroic instances. Like if you do, you know, one or two a day within like a month, you'll be pretty well geared. Especially now in Wrath of the Lich King because a lot of people do those quests either on like an alt or they do it just to get a couple of badges of heroism. Because a lot of people actually already are leveled, you know, and they're kind of done with it. But they need to get some rep or something like that. So the chances of you, you know, being able to get a lot of um, um, items because of needing versus greeting is pretty high, I I would assume. At least it would be on my server on Wormrest Accord. And, uh, you know, once you have a bunch of those and some crafted items and you can jump right into the 10 man stuff and you'll probably, you'll do fine. 
you know, and especially because you're in a great guild. I, you know, AIE, you know, it's the best of the best on, you know, that particular server for Horde. And, um, like, they seem to have a lot of experience. And so that, I, I think you'd be okay. Oh, thank you. Well, well I would. See what happens. Yeah. yeah. So, I would never pick up. I would never do a pickup group with with a raid if it's like your first raid. You know what I mean? If you're like, I can. I feel comfortable now, like doing a pickup group for a raid if I ever have the opportunity. Like when the Vault of Archivon is up and none of my guildies are on, or or they're all doing other things, and I want to do that. I feel like I'm pretty. Good, I'm good enough now. I can join in with a group of strangers and not wipe it. But you know, at first, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't feel comfortable. So, um, what have you been doing this week? Well, I, um, I, I raided uh, Alduar again, and we actually got down not only um, Flame Leviathan, but we also got down Razor Scale after a few, after a few wipes, and that was pretty cool. Um, Razor Scale is, of course, a, um, a nasty little um, proto-drake that's been converted to like this mechanical monster. She's tough. And uh, she hits pretty hard, but we got her down. And then after that, we went and, you know, took out, um, ooh, Sartheron. And then, you know, yesterday I spent a few hours in 25-man Nax, which is, which is a lot of fun. And, and I did not die on <laughs> the Hagen the Unclean dance. I was actually able to do the safety dance. So it was the first time ever I didn't die while running back and forth. I did die from his poison, though. <laughs> so I didn't get through the fight without dying. But I didn't die while running back and forth. So I'm making progress. <laughs> um, and, uh, and then my big thing is that I started another Death Knight. <gasps> and uh, he's an alliance Death okay, Knight. Okay, so this is on a different server, right? This is on Wormrest Accord. So I have Herod, who's my unholy... Um, Death Knight, who's a um, um, undead, and uh, I leveled Palinor, who's my um, uh, level twenty-five mage. I got him from twenty-four to twenty-five just so I can play him a little bit. Cause I like to go and just try out some stuff every once in a while, walk around Undercity, and be like, "Ooh, nobody's killing me," and then log out and go back to the Alliance. Um, but I made a new Draenei Death Knight because I just love the way Draenei's just carry themselves i don't know why but they're, they're big i guess the part of it is that i have this um after playing a small character because dwarves are small they're not as small as gnomes but they're small right, yeah. um after playing a small character having a big character like the drawn eye which is even it's like basically the biggest character that you can play on the alliance side it's just so like ooh, because i'm bulky and it makes me it makes me feel big and powerful on the other side of the keyboard um not to say that glanther's not you know um powerful you know he's powerful in his own way but <laughs> he's just a little smaller um and his thing like i kind of his name's arlerum so i have arleris and arlerum it's almost okay. like a almost like a uh, latin lesson <laughs> arleris arlerum arlerum no <laughs> um, <laughs> um but it, the thing is is that i'm in a role-playing guild and uh i'm actually kind of getting like i don't do a lot of role play but it's it's required that you have like to make a backstory. And so it kind of makes it interesting because if I make an alt, I can't just make an alt, you know, I have to make an alt for a reason. And so my thing was that, um, you know, Glanther and Alaris are, are good friends. In fact, uh, Alaris is one of the people who helps Glanther communicate without his thick 
dwarvish accent a lot of the time. And like he'll, I'll have him slip into it from, from time to time. But that's really just my excuse because I can't write a Scottish accent. But anyway, <laughs> um, I'm like, yes, he was well trained in linguistics by Arleris. Yes, that's it. Um, but Arleris, his thing is that he was Arleris's long lost brother. So Arleris thought that he was dead for years. And now he's kind of emerged, but of course he's the death knight. Right. And undead? No, no, oh, he's a drawn knight. Okay, yeah. sorry. Okay. But he but he is a death knight and he's been a little twisted. And so while while Alaris is all about um, you know, the the light he he basically is really preachy. Like he's like, you know, basically he's a member of the conservative right. <laughs> he's very he's very preachy, he's all about the light, he's all about how he'll protect you. Um and he would never do anything that was like bad, you know, and he does jewel crafting and mining, you know, whereas Arleram, you know, he is all about, he's going to be doing alchemy. So he's going to be creating potions and he's going to be summoning, summoning ghouls. And he looks like he, I try to use the same model, only darker, a little bit darker skin and also some like um, screwed up facial, like because they're basically twins. Neat. I like that idea. Um, and he's he's going to be the polar opposite. So he's going to be all about like like he's like he still has like a little bit of a hint because he's not he's not evil, but he's very bitter because he's been dead for a while. And he kind of looks at his brother as being like, um, like he doesn't understand. Um, it looks looks at Alaris as Alaris being really naive, like doesn't really understand how the world works. Yeah, you know, the world's like, moved on, and he still has that kind of dream. He's just like, oh, the light will protect light, yeah. you, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, <laughs> you know, like, um, and so I'm, he's only level 58, but I got to do the, um, um, the starting zone. And, you know, for, this is the, I think, fourth or fifth time I've done the Death Knight starting zone, but I was actually able to do everything without dying once. Oh, great. They used to always die on the dragon part when you were going and killing the, the catapults and, and, and having to kill 150 of the Scarlet Crusaders. Right, yeah. But I actually really figured cool. out, like, oh, you can eat them, and then they will bring your health back. I never um, did. They bring your mana back. They bring your health. Oh, your health actually regenerates a little bit at a bit, time. Yeah. Right? yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway. But anyway, yeah, I, I was able to get through that. And uh, I always luck out because there's always some other poor person who's already doing the, the quests, you know, and who already starts that Battle of Lights Oh, isn't it oh. wonderful when that happens? And so then I go, come running up on my my Death Knight steed, which is super fast, and it's like, oh, already done. There's a little yellow exclamation point. Done. Okay. Because <laughs> I actually, I remember I had to actually fight that battle once, and I was like, oh, come on, can we just get over this? Like, we're not gonna lose. Right. And you feel kind of bad if you just sit there. Yeah. You know? But I mean, it's, you know, yeah. And so he's now in Ebonhold, and he's uh, he's looking all badass. And I'm gonna have to go and and uh, go around and start picking some uh, some herbs. Right. So he can do his alchemy. Yeah. Plus, it's gonna be kind of neat because I want to have like his herbalism. You know how you can do the life bloom? I think it's called. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's gonna yeah. be his one last little like thing that he does that kind of relates back to you know him being a dranai. You know, like coming from that culture of being very um um like you know being very holy and and healing and yeah. healing he's gonna have that one thing that he can't quite get rid of to kind of keep him you know sane 
He's going to do a little life bloom. But besides from that, he's going to be pretty pissed off all the time. <laughs> um, Have you done any Argent tournament? Oh, am I going out of order for you? Well, no, no, no. I, I was going to talk about that next. Like the Argent tournament, like Arlaris is still doing that. In fact, I want to get him the, um, the, the um, oh, what is it? The Hippogriff. Oh. I want him to get the Hippogriff. Um, Glanther is now exalted champion of the Alliance. So he's officially Crusader Glanther. I mean, he could be Crusader Glanther if he wasn't already Obsidian Slayer Glanther. Um, but uh, so he's done all of that. And even though I have a few points left, I may over the next, like, you know, when I have time in the next few weeks, get him to 40 um, champion marks so I can buy the Elwyn Lamb pet. Have you heard about this pet? No, I haven't. Okay, so <laughs> every once in a while, the Alliance will do something that the Horde cannot do. So I'm going to tell you this, and you're going to be a little jealous, but it is amazing. All right, so one of the pets that you can get from the Argent Tournament is called the Elwyn Lamb. And basically, it looks like a sheep that comes out. And it walks around for a few minutes, and then out like of the blue materializes a wolf that then goes and kills the lamb, <gasps> eats it, and then falls asleep after eating it. <laughs> That's awesome. Isn't that the coolest pet? And he's Glanther needs this lamb. He needs <laughs> this lamb. Like he, he got his Dumbarrow cub because I wanted to have a little bear cub. Right. Little did I know that that cub would look. I mean, the cub is not like the baby blizzard bear cub. It has oh. no teeth. <laughs> it will gum you to death. And it looks, it just looks weird. So you can wow head it and look for Dumbarrow cub and it looks really weird. Maybe I'll put it in the show notes. But anyway, I really want this, this Elwyn lamb because I think it's like watching this poor lamb get eaten by a wolf over and over and over again is by far the coolest thing that I've seen. Um, and, uh, I must say that I have to give some props um, to my guild, Saga. They are just so much fun to raid with. Um, again, like I was talking about it last week, but when you finally find a guild that really just works for you, um, it's just, I openly laugh. Like there's a couple of, there are a couple of characters that we have in the, in the guild. This is one particular um, uh, uh, female um, night elf death knight. She is sassy. <laughs> it's, um, she's just, and, and of course, it's a role-playing girl, so they have these um, um, character traits. And she goes around, she just loves to blow things up. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is the one that blew up the preacher. Yeah, she just blows things meeting. up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> things are blowing up all over the place. And, of course, like the um, uh, um, vent is, is just really funny. And they're, they're all about um, if we wipe, then no big deal, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And it's just so much fun. Um, uh, to do it. And they put up with my noobness, which is good. So that's always nice. So, you know, just as a public service announcement, try, try again. Do you find that guild that fits? Because when you do, it's really great, you know? Oh, yeah. No, 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 no ifs, ands, or buts. Um, and that's like basically, you know, what I've, uh, what I've been doing for the last week. Uh, besides, I mean, do you do a lot of dailies? Oh, and another thing I do, I, and well, one more thing, is that I've been um, collecting a lot of materials. I'm just kind of sitting and on both Glanther and Alaris. And I don't know what it is, but like 
apparently it's kind of taboo, but I make like epic level stuff for my guildmates, and they're like, "Well, what do you want for it?" And I'm like, "Um, you're my guildmate. Why would I charge you?" You know, and right, so yeah. yeah, and so but basically, I've been making a lot of the um, titanium bands with the jewel crafting, and I've been um, making uh, some cloaks for um, people like there's um, the Ice Strikers cloak and the um, Nubian. Um, cloak, Nubian high cloak, which are, you know, one's great for like plate wearing DPS, and the other one is really great for like just any any DPS in general. Um, but uh, it's 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 been a lot. It's been a lot of fun. And I like doing that. I like helping out the guild. It makes me feel important in my own little way. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Sounds like Saga is really nice. Yes. And anything else? No, that that's about it. I'm I'm sad. I'm not going to be able to talk to um to uh, Tempe, Tempest or to Ashea or any of the any of the blokes on the uh, other side. But you know, maybe next week we'll be able to coordinate everything. Uh, and I guess uh, that'll bring us to the end of what you've been doing. Yes. Any but next out? week, next week. <laughs> yeah, next week we'll try to get together. All right. Well, thank you, Glantha, and uh, I look forward to hearing from you next week. Yes, I look forward to being here next week. And we'll talk to you later. All right. And we're back with Asheo. Asheo's joined us now. Good morning, Asheo. Hey, hey. Good morning, everyone. And we have a special guest that we've promised you, Tempest. Good morning, Tempest. You should <laughs> now, do you prefer a temp, a tempy, or tempest? I will answer to any. <laughs> oh, good. As you probably know, if you've listened to Control Alt Wow, Tempest is part of a awesome podcast called Bind on Equip, which is two guys and Tempest. Uh, when when did you guys start? You you're in episode twenty six now. Yeah, so six months ago, I guess that makes it. So you've been putting out <laughs> podcasts every week, huh? Yes, yes. Well, that's awesome, and uh, we thank you for your dedication. <laughs> uh, thank you. <laughs> so uh, we explained at the beginning of the show that we titled this because you are a raider. In fact, uh, the one thing I like about Bind on Equip is not only do you talk about raiding, but you, you report on it. You're more like a... Um, a news show that uh, talks about uh, what you do in the game, and it's it's really intense and very educational. I like <laughs> your style. Thanks. I think um, we label that as just you know talking crap. <laughs> Yammering on. Yes, but it's, yep. it's educational crap. It's not just regular crap. Right. Hey, you, if we weren't interested in yammering on crap, then no one would listen to this podcast either. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and one of the things I like about the way you talk is that even though we all know you're lovely, you're also <laughs> intelligent. And I just want to I, I just want to thank you for contributing that as a as a female member of the podcast community. It's nice to have that. No, well. I do. I have to say, girls that act stupid are, is one of my pet peeves. So I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't do that. 
to that uh, genre. No. No. So, uh, who do you... I have have to admit to not having gone back and and listened to uh, the first few uh, Bind on a Quip episodes. So, um, how did you get started? Um, Witch and Wham had been talking about it for probably a couple of months and um, after a while they decided, yeah, and they investigated how they were going to record and... um, all of that stuff and finally they decided, you know, they were ready and they prepared for a few weeks and they did a couple of test runs and then um, they recorded the first two episodes and um, asked me as on as a guest uh, for the third. <laughs> we got a lot of fan mail. <laughs> yeah, got a lot of fan mail after that one saying, please have her back. So um, been there ever since, taken shit. Taking crap from the boys. <laughs> so, yes. So yeah, that yeah. It would be a massive sausage fest if it if it uh, was just those two. Yes. Yes. I listened. Yeah. Like I said, I listened to the episode three, and you fit right in. There was not any awkwardness. It was just like it had always been that way. I hesitate <laughs> to listen to episode one and two. First of all. <laughs> <laughs> and again, I think we've recommended Bind on Equip, but it does have an explicit tag. <laughs> and um, the whim and the witch are, um, how can I put it? What's the whim? I'm sorry, the whim, whim and the witch <laughs> are um, part of their anatomy. Naughty boys. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of, I, I hesitate to listen to one and two because I know they must have bounced off the wall. I think they're a bit reserved, actually. Oh, really? So, oh, okay. Yeah. So maybe I will go back and listen to it. <laughs> but it's without me. Why would you want to? <laughs> exactly. There you go. So you have a sort of a methodical way to rating. Can you um, – did you study? Did you get this knowledge from somewhere else in your life or you just um, had a, nick, a knack for it? The – organizational side of it or do you mean yeah. my personal writing okay the organizational organizational side of it um i don't think it, i don't think that came from the game so i think that's just because when i do things i am mathematical by nature so it's there's got to be a logical process to it and um i think that's probably how i approach most things <laughs> um so it was just a case of learning each part and then adding that part to the, the repertoire of what you were doing until you sort of amass this organisation of, of of a raid, which doesn't seem like a lot if you're not if you if you're not actually organising it and you're just sitting there waiting for your invite, and it seems like a lot of nothing goes on in right. that time. Yeah. Seems easy, doesn't it? Yeah, it's only when you're trying to get it all together and make it all work and not upset anybody in the process and get it all right that um, people um, realise how much pressure that that person can actually be under. But anyway. Now, we've thought about, we've talked and joked about possibly bringing you over to the dark side and multi-boxing, but you definitely will not multi-box. That's... <laughs> I can't. I struggle if Wemby's on follow and he goes and gets me a drink and I have to drop him off a <laughs> 
Because you have you're having different computers. Imagine if you could just alt tab over to him. You would it would work. Oh my gosh. No. My head feels like it's gonna explode at just the mere thought. You know, the other day <laughs> Shayo was very quiet and I, I to the point where I thought, Oh, I'm not sure that everything's okay. So I whispered him and I said, Oh, are you okay? Because he wasn't responding in guild chat, but every now and then there'd be a gather. You know, a gather received from uh, Ashaya, and I thought, oh, you know, maybe someone's upset him. Something's gone on, you know. So I whispered him and said, "Are you okay?" And he said, "Oh, yeah, I'm just healing halls of light." <laughs> <Halls of life. laughs> <laughs> I've just gone, oh my god! <laughs> that's that's the beauty of the druid healer. The, the druid healer is fabulous <laughs> heal over time. So I put a few heals over time, and um, you know. <laughs> Do some mining or something. That'll be right. They'll be still there when I get back. <laughs> oh my god! Awesome. Can I just, as a healer, I just gone. Oh dear lord! I can't believe he's doing that. I struggle with my just one job. But you do have alts. <laughs> yeah. Me? Yes. I have gazillions of alts. <laughs> how how many would you say you have? Uh, well, I've got. I've got two that I play on the on the new Horde PvP server. I think I have seven alts on Rune Totem. Um, seven. You, you haven't reached and, your and fifty what? limit yet, though, have you? <laughs> no, 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 no. Seven there and one one Horde, and then I've got I think five or six on Proudmore. Oh, I've got a few, got a few around. <laughs> and I'm sure you apply that same mythology to methodology to uh, managing your alts. Um, no, um, the reason I have so many alts is, you, you know, when you, well, you know, back in the days when um, vanilla wow was difficult. <laughs> Um, what would happen was, and you probably don't understand this at all, either of you, but what would happen was I would be playing by myself and I would get to a part where I couldn't, I couldn't progress. I needed either to do an instance or, you know, I finished everything, all the easy quests and I really needed someone to help me with a quest. And so what I would do is I'd have to wait until either a friend was online or when was around or, you know, and because I leveled forty-eight, my first forty-eight levels on Tempest, I leveled ungilded. Un so I really only had a, I had a very sh sort of narrow group of friends that were in the US that we were on at the same time. And Tempest is the rogue, right? Yes, that's really impressive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was a she was a very very bad rogue. She knew nothing. <laughs> that's not important. Now. <laughs> um, so, so what would happen was I'd go, well, I'm stuck here and I really want to play, so an alt would be born. So, uh, mm. so we know that so the rogue that, is your, uh, your favourite class. What yes. Are, what other ones have you played that you like as much or nearly as much? Uh, I, I love my priest, but not as much. Tempest is by far and away my baby. Um, I, I do like playing my priest. I enjoy playing her, and I've got a warlock that's seventy-five or seventy-six, and I've enjoyed playing her as well. But I'm really not very good at it. You don't like the pet class? 
Well, no, I like the warlock. I'm just not good at it, and and I really can't be bothered doing the research that's probably required to make me good at it. So, and when, <laughs> when did you? That'd be uh, easy for rogue. Yes. <laughs> to me, the, ro- the rogue is the hardest figure, class. You get a rogue. I reckon you could figure out anything. Yeah. Yeah, well, I can play it. I just, you know, I'm just not great at it. I think the warlock spells and rotations and stuff is quite complicated. Whereas, you know, the rogue. Rogue's a bit of backstab, a bit of slice and dice. <laughs> it's pretty easy. You make it what? sound easy. No, well, once, you, once you've got it, like, I, I know with my the spec that I'm using now, it probably took me about three months to actually get it, to get it right. <laughs> and then they nerfed it and I've had to, I'm trying to relearn it again, but... Um, yeah, no, it's it is. It's pretty easy. It's just learning. So how is and I, and I don't I don't use macros either, so that doesn't make it easy. I guess. So <laughs> how did your uh, how did you first step into an instance, and how was that for you? Look, I I packed instances with a um, a friend from the Dominican Republic for probably up until forty odd, um, and then um, I, I got into Tog and joined a guild there and um i had the most lovely man just take me under his wing and show me how to be a rogue and um the first instance i went into him was um sunken temple and i just had an absolute blast and he was really very gentle and um (laughs) you know he would say to me okay i want you to stealth around that corner i want you to tell me how many is going to be around there and you know then we'll decide which one you're going to sap and you know, he took, it took ages to do it, and he was, he, but he was just lovely. And so, um, yeah, I just went on from there. And then, you know, there's, a, a, there's a back then there was a, you know, before a ZG and Molten Core, there was really just a lot, and I mean a lot of UBRS runs and Scholo and Strat and. Yep. So yeah, I learnt. I learnt my skills very well just practicing in the same instance so you knew the fight so that takes out that learning so you already know what's going to happen um and so then it's just concentrating on on your bit and um learning all the different things that your class is capable of in those situations and um yeah so i guess i learned my craft there and then we the guild then got big enough to go and do molten core and um, Anixir, and off we went, and we did that. So there were forty man raids. So I have to say, twenty five man raid is um, not nearly not nearly as daunting to organise as a forty man, and not nearly as chaotic. And no ventrilo. Oh pretty. no, we had no, we no, we had ventrilo. Okay, good. Oh well. <laughs> yeah, Tog is an organised. Yeah, forty man raids and uh, organised in in G chat. <laughs> oh no! See, I can't imagine doing it like that. We had Ventrilo because uh, Tog, being the organisation that it is, has got uh, a Ventrilo system. So, oh, for and that's the that's the older gamers. Yeah, the older gamers dot com, <laughs> which is for gamers over twenty five. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, I just sneaked. In. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Gosh, just twenty five <laughs> tall. And an awesome voice and available. Gosh, the list keeps growing, Ashaya. <laughs> so I just wanted to mention before we go on that I'm envious of you and Wamba. I, I, it, 
Now that I know my husband no longer listens to the podcast, or he's behind, I can tell you. He refuses to play. It drives me crazy, and I would just, I would give anything to be able to, you know, do what you guys do. And it's just, uh, I just want you to know. And, and I bet you there are literally thousands of men who are jealous of whim. <laughs> um, yeah, that's probably true. I guess, um, in, in actual fact, out of the two of us, I'm probably... He's probably a, a bigger gamer, as in he's gamed for a lot longer than I have, but I'm certainly far more addicted to WoW. So, Asheo, have you ever been involved with anybody who played World of Warcraft? No. 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 <laughs> Don't you think it would be awesome? Um, yes. No? <laughs> <laughs> yes, in a way. <laughs> but then you've got well, the... Do you feel like, like you're uh, being set up? <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> I guess it'd be all right if you've got kids. Otherwise, it's going to be okay. Slash roll to see who does the dishes. <laughs> oh, I see what you mean. And, and yeah. I, I just every time. So that's the amazing thing. See, I think about um, about wow, and I guess I've discovered it more so since I've become part of the older gamers and we've had Ventrilo and whatever. Is that? Um, you know, we probably spend the same amount of time as what most couples would do, sitting and watching telly or, you know, doing those kinds of things. But instead I actually get to hang out with lots of people. Sometimes I get to chat with them, you know, over voice. Sometimes it's just chatting in text. But it's I'm still hanging out with people and communicating in a far bigger circle than I would be if I was just sitting and watching the telly. And I think that's the part I love. Yeah. And, and to me it's a lot more entertaining and cheaper than going out. Oh, gosh, yes. <laughs> when and I went out twice over the weekend, I think we spent about $300. Actually, you didn't even go out on Friday night, did you, babe? Uh, no. Just me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you went to see Indy, didn't you? Well, I didn't go to see Indy. I went right. to talk drinks with Indy. Indy right? Yeah, that's what I meant. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was hoping to go to see Asheo, but he bailed. <laughs> I had to bail, yeah. Yes, so it's- so, uh, and I'd like to do a shout out to Indy and also to any listeners from Bind on Equip who happen to be listening because the, and I, you know, I hesitate to say the lovely temp because you are lovely, but your, <laughs> your, your value is much more beyond just mere beauty. You know, anybody can be beauty, beautiful. That's just genetics, but you are That's also true. intelligent yeah. and that's awesome. Butter it up. All right. <laughs> so I'm, I'm blushing this, now. <laughs> <laughs> so at this point, uh, we usually do what we're going to, what we've been doing. Of course, we can't do what you've been doing because that would take away from you know BOE. But <laughs> we'd love for you to comment on what we've been doing, if that's okay. Sure. All right. Do you want to start a show? Sure. Why not? Okay. I'll go first. So, um, 3.1.2 dropped this week. Yes. Didn't see that coming. No. Um, it, was, uh, it was a surprise to me to to read on Twitter on uh, Wednesday for me that people were patching up and I'm thinking, oh, great, I'm going to be even later for my raid than normal because uh, it's already started by the time I get home and to have to uh, to patch up, they'll download the patch because we didn't even get the background downloader, download the patch and patch up. But uh, that all seemed to, to go fairly painlessly. Uh, yeah, obviously more 
rolling restarts for the couple of nights after that, but uh, relatively painless. Notice anything significant? Does that did it yes. make any changes? Yes, guys? yes, and yep. I'm loving it. The equipment manager is awesome. <laughs> yeah. I haven't even discovered the equipment manager. Oh no, you have! I love so, it. <laughs> it's it's pretty basic in terms of what it does and 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 how they've implemented it. I mean, it you know it it's and I don't I don't say that in a bad way. It's it's really easy to use, but. Um, I'm wondering, you know, given that it's so simple, why it took them so long to stick it in. I don't know. Because well, that was supposed to be a 3.1 and they delayed it. The only thing that I can imagine that was would affect it in, is because it added a new line to the macro system and maybe there was something to do with macros that was having a problem. So that's the only thing I could see mm. because there's a different little code now for equip. Right. But it's really neat. So it where works. do you use it? Well, I How use it... it? Okay. Mm. Um, well, when I'm when I'm PvPing and I change it. Oh wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, strike that one off the Let's list. That off. <laughs> yeah. when, when you're raiding and you, and you switch it no, strike that no, one off the no, list. No, when I'm <laughs> fishing, <laughs> I can put on my fishing hat and equip my uh, my fishing pole. Oh. <laughs> That's why they did it. Yes, and role playing. When I go into the city. I click a button and I have my cute little outfit on instead of all my gear. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, okay. Lizzie. Um, so how does it work? Well, first of all, you have to go into interface and then down at the bottom there's a small button when you first click on called equip, allow you to use um, the equipment manager. Use so you go into manager. interface and use equipment manager. So you click that and then okay. when you open In interface. up... Yep. When you open okay. up your display, your character display, at the top on the right hand is a new button. And it works a lot like the macro system. You say you click on save and then you pick an icon. And what's kind of neat is the first few icons are actually pictures of the gear that you're wearing. So if you need right. it, if you wanted that. And then you can scroll down and pick another gear. And you can give it a name, which if you're going to use macros, you want to give it a short name. Don't. Give it cute little outfit I like to wear, and you know, <laughs> to, when I'm going to dance on the mailbox. <laughs> so, and and then you just um, hit save. You can drag the buttons. I mean, hit, then you just you can drag the buttons down to the button bar, and or put it on a macro. And whenever you click it, you change. Woot. Okay. Cool. So I'll have to try that because I do do the fishing thing, so I'll have to. And I often end up attacking with my fishing pole, which is, you know, usually very classy look. So, right. <laughs> or recently attacking with your lance. <laughs> I'm so. often walking around going, oh, uh, this weapon looks a bit big. I'm probably not supposed to be trying to attack things with this Argent lance. Let me swap that oh. out. Yeah, I haven't done any of those. So, yeah, but I, yes, that would be me. <laughs> oh, you, you haven't, haven't done, done any Argent No. <laughs> Jinx, you owe me a, a diet sprite. <laughs> what? Diet, diet sprite? Well, I don't drink Coke or Pepsi, so <laughs> Right, so that's half to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yes, that was the one of the, the two things that I listed down as uh, uh, being most notable change. But the other thing is the, the objectives. It's, it's like a drop-down now that you can, that you can minimise. 
you, you're questing okay. uh, quest tracker. Yeah. So maybe if you're not using, if you're like if you're using um, Quest Helper or something else, it probably disables all that stuff. But the but the built-in quest tracker, you know how it used to list the quest that you're working on on the on the over yes. on the right-hand side, and then in three point yes. one, uh, they added the ability to track multiple um, quests. Yes. And now what they've done is is turn it into like a a, um, a pane that you can uh, move around the screen and oh. actually minimise it. Oh my gosh, I did not know that. And I don't use a quest helper or anything, so I'm going to have to play with that now. Yeah, so it's cool. <laughs> so you get this great list of, of, of quests there and um, you know, uh, my uh, recount and omens over there as well. And so w- while I'm actually fighting, it kind of gets in the way. Uh, yes. And so now I just, I just minimise it and uh, just drop it down when I want to look again to see where I'm at with my quest progress. It's a pretty good implementation. This is this is what happens when I um, get my children to download the patch. I don't actually know what's happened in the no, notes. <laughs> you just train them to download the patch. That's so awesome. I'll have to uh, if, yeah. <laughs> if they know, if they know, if they come home and they go to play a while before I get home from work, and they notice it, they they're well trained and they know that they're supposed to download it on all of the computers. <laughs> yeah, I can't get my kids to do that. <laughs> Kids are dogs, though. Yes, <laughs> chihuahuas. <laughs> or as the woman uh, who I passed walking the other day called them, they're sturdy chihuahuas. I guess that's the the new uh, uh, PC name for chubby. <laughs> chubby, okay. You could call them. Does, does she look at you with a with a with an evil eye, saying you're obviously not walking them well enough? What are you doing? <laughs> We don't feed them hardly at all. I don't know. I think they're just big boned. <laughs> Heavy bone dog. All right. If you go on YouTube, there's a whole series on chubby chihuahuas. It's a, oh my god! <laughs> chubby chihuahua. Yeah, so you have to remember. You have to remember that their stomach is no bigger than if it, if they're like a human, their stomach is no bigger than the size of their fists. <laughs> Right, and we feed them once a day, so and they get minimal. But are you making it the size of their fist? Yes, one little so ball they get each. Two little bits. That's yeah. it. <laughs> Do you have any pets? Other than uh, yeah, one? <laughs> no. Uh, we have a the, a crazy cat. Oh. She's insane. She's. We had two cats, and the and the last one um, passed away. She was seventeen last oh, year, wow. and and we. We got a kitten to replace her, and she's the most uncat-like thing that we've ever come across. She runs down the hall, and it sounds she sounds like an elephant. Oh, you she's <laughs> she's heavier on her feet than our golden retriever, who's you know thirty-five kilos. And she the other day, Wem was patting her, and she was kind of just on the desk, and he pushed hard against her. And you know how most cats will push back against you and wind their way around you and whatever. And she just fell over. Like, <laughs> <laughs> fell over sideways and we just looked at each other and we just, what kind of cat falls over? <laughs> at least she did land on her feet. No, just, uh, no. No, no, been, on her side. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah, so that, that's our crazy one-year-old cat and we've got an 11-year-old golden retriever and that's it at the moment, although we have had all manner of things. We've had mice and we've had hermit crabs and we've had fish and 
I'm aiming for a turtle. That's oh, my, that's my that's my thing at the minute. <laughs> you want a turtle? Yeah, I think they're just amazing. I love watching them. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, that is Wim in the background, but he can't hear us, so we can talk about him. <laughs> he's, he's used to us being crazy. Although my daughter, I think, is about to uh, in the second half of this year is about to raise a duckling, so oh, we're we're preparing ourselves for please, please, mommy, please, please, daddy, can I bring my duckling home? Probably right. There'll be Who's a that? lot of Get a roast duck later on. <gasps> oh, you clearly don't know my daughter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I'm saying peeking. That's <laughs> right. Quack, 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 quack. <laughs> so what else have you been doing, Ashay? I'm sorry, we keep well, sidetracking. I haven't told you anything that I've done so no. far. Sorry. <laughs> the other thing that I noticed was that um, I'm not sure what else dropped, but the price of the Argent tournament mounts that you buy from the Quartermasters dropped. Um, they, they were, I'm pretty sure, 250, um, uh, what are they, Argent seals or something or other champion seals and uh, they reduced it to 150 oh wow so it wasn't so because you gained rep no i don't think so no because you buy the you don't actually get a higher rep um, okay. at, at that point and i was already exalted with all of them so i'm okay. pretty sure they lowered the price of it no. so as of uh, two hours ago I'm the proud new, proud new owner of a 150 um, champion steel Argent Griffin, oh, the Hippogriff. Congrats. Wow. So I feel like I'm back on my alliance turn. I'm <laughs> flapping up and down on a Hippogriff, yeah. flying around Charlotte's yeah. Basin. <laughs> sure, I'm a, a night elf instead of a blood elf. So how many, yeah. how many so, mounts does that make? Uh, I don't know. Not that many, actually. Um, I haven't really. Um, there's only a couple of pages of them, so I haven't been going out of my way to to buy mounts. So you haven't done a witch, gone out and got them all, so that you could get no. the albino. No, I haven't done that. Buy for those American listeners. Albino. She's talking about the albino. Albino. <laughs> I like how you've gone into the quiet kind of whispering voice for those of you Americans listening. She means albino. I like this. So I've made this my uh, my primary mount for now. I think I'll be I'll be happy flapping around on this for a while. Nice. And uh, so I, I have been actually, doing does it look like the hippogriff ones from? You know, like uh, Ashen Vale and taxi service type things on the Alliance side. Yeah, like Storm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the green ones, though. Is it the same colour? And no, it's a uh, it's kind of browny uh, wings with uh, white stripes and a white tail. Mm, okay. <laughs> Quite nice. Mm. So I'm happy with him. So I, I have been doing a, a fair amount of the Argent tournament stuff this week to. To build up all those seals, uh, uh, been doing that on Ashio Anishil and Jekyll and Hyde. Um, Hyde got champion of Orgrimmar earlier in the week and got his Gruntling. Oh, great. Uh, Congrats. Jekyll got champion of Thunderbluff and got his Gruntling. And um, Hyde hit 
champion of Senjin Village and Ding 79 tonight. Oh. So one more level to go and hide. Wait. I was, I was, um, uh, got lazy and because Hyde's gear's crap. You know, I've done stuff all instances off on him. So I'm looking forward to, to hitting 80 and, and um, you know, buying some of this uh, Argent tournament reputation gear that you can get off the Quartermasters. So I spat out into Guild Chat, you know, who's, which Quartermaster sells the, you know, the best stuff for a hunter? <laughs> and, and I promptly got back, uh, it's all the same, you noob. <laughs> the only thing that they sell that's different is the pets, all the... All the um, the armor and the trinkets and, and weapons and everything, they're all the same. So it doesn't matter which one you grind champion rip with. Oh, well, you, can nice. the, you can buy the same guns and things. So It's not like that silly thing with uh, Shat where you have to try to figure out whether you want to go Aldor or Scryer. No. No, it doesn't really matter. Oh, except for the pets. So of course, if you want all, all the pets uh, and, and not pay a ridiculous amount of money for them at the moment... Um, You'd have to become champion for all, all the cities. And I think that's what I'm going to do with the rest of the turns and, until, I, until the prices come down because the pets you can buy with uh, 40 seals. So that's um, eight days. Every eight days you can, you can buy another pet. And uh, at the moment they're selling for somewhere between one and 2,000 gold. <gasps> wow. So uh, and that, that'll obviously you know, plummet once a whole bunch more people can be bothered uh, getting to champion and um, grinding rep. And obviously yes. the, the ones from the opposite, opposite faction sell more because you, you've got to risk sending it through the, the neutral auction house. Mm. Mm. But, um, yeah, it's um, a fairly, fairly easy way to, to make money but because you, you make a fair amount of money doing the quests every day and, and to, to get 40 seals and sell a pet for that amount of gold. Uh, it's a pretty nice money earner. Mm-hmm. Did a bit of knacks this week. Uh, Shayo finally got the safety dance achievement in 10 man. Yay. Oh, congrats. <laughs> right. You weren't lying dead on the floor while somebody says, <laughs> I can't believe somebody actually died while doing this. I don't, under- I don't understand how anyone could die <laughs> doing this. That's another BOE inside joke. If you want to get it, you have to listen to Bind on Equip, which can be found on iTunes and bindonequip.com. <laughs> I, I did die on it uh, in 25 Man on my priest this weekend, but, but that was mainly because um, other people were kept getting caught in the waves and, and I was running and trying to heal at the same time. And um, yeah, that, that wasn't mm-hmm. so clever. Yep. So next, next time. Uh, <laughs> Every man for himself. Bugger you. <laughs> if you, know, you can't you do the safety dance, then you're going to die. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, I got a uh, nice cloak upgrade on the priest in 25 man next this week. And uh, we're, we're getting the only boss that we're really getting stuck on is, um, uh, and now I've gone blank, the positive and negative guy, Thaddeus. <clears throat> for some reason, we just, <laughs> for some reason, it, it, once you—I mean, I guess it's like everything. Once you get the hang of it, it's pretty easy. But it's just unless you get the majority of people making the jump and the majority of people knowing where their debuffs showing up, um, and people that use interface mods that hide their debuffs, um, 
you know, it doesn't matter how many times you say at the start of the fight, you need to know where your debuffs are. You need to know if you're positive and negative, and you need to know which ones you're left and which ones you're right. People still stuff it up. <laughs> and then some people just don't know how to jump. <laughs> yeah, that will be well, me. Well, there is actually a, a very narrow ledge that you can just walk along. But obviously uh, it takes longer because you've got to walk out to the ledge and walk along it and then jump back in again or, or fall back in again. Um, but that is you know, a, a guaranteed way to get across if you're in any doubt whatsoever of, of being able to uh, press your space bar as you're approaching the edge of the ledge. And it's, I know that's you know <laughs> hand-eye coordination thing. That <laughs> One of our first instances we did together uh, was Shadowfang. No, uh, Black Fathom Deeps. Black Fathom Deeps. Uh, I was in hysterics. And there's a part where you have to jump from one ledge to the other. Have you? Do you know that one? I've done Black Fathom Deeps, but I don't remember right. jumping. Well, you, as anyway. you go to the end Just of the water. The yeah. Oh, okay. The yes. Oh, yeah. The rocks. You have to jump from the yes. rocky ledges. Oh, right. <laughs> and I could. And I had to do it. You know, like I had. Did I have three? I had three at the time. I had to do it three times, and it was. It was excruciating. So, so have you not taken her to? Um, I was like a, I was like a, um, you know, a, a mother dog going back to her pups, kind of jumping across again, trying to show her how it was done. Come on, come on, <laughs> you can do this it. way. Here, splash. Um, have you taken uh, her to uh, UBRS then? Show <laughs> it. Um, made it, made it jump the ledge. <laughs> I think she's found. How did you get up there? What do you mean? You have been up there. Um, oh, yes, yes. Um, How did you get up there? We've tried that, and there was a, a lot of difficulty, and I think at one point I even just ran around and fought the mobs. Because yeah, there is, a, there is actually the long way. way to go. Yeah, There's yeah. another way. And, and, uh, <laughs> Side, you've got, you've got to kill a whole bunch of mobs to get up there. But. Right, but <laughs> there's no jumping that way. <laughs> <laughs> But Always fun to fun. take someone who's never been there and watch them fall. Yeah. <laughs> yep. uh, oracles this week: uh, four white tick bird hatchlings. Oh. <laughs> I don't yes. know what I'm doing wrong there. Um, I've got, I've I got that too. Leave it in my bag and and stew for a few weeks, maybe see how it goes. <laughs> Not having any luck with him. I think Lizard doesn't want you to have that green proto, Jake. No, I don't no. think so. <laughs> yeah, uh, you clearly, clearly biased to the Alliance side. And, and, <laughs> you know, people whose name is Glanther and stuff. And, and the witch. <laughs> yeah. I think it was his first or second. Let's not, oh, let's no, not go there. That's not important. <laughs> <laughs> A I know, he, I know he, only got, he only got a couple of extras. I know that. He's got everything out of there now. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I've been – I started uh, warming up this week to figuring out how I'm going to dual box my Death Knight and my Paladin. And I've decided that uh, my Paladin is going to be a Holy Paladin. And I've never, ever specced a Holy Paladin before. Oh. And, and that's for the heels, right? For the heels, yes. So uh, I haven't even spent any talent points on my paladin since the talent point 
hand back in 3.1. That's how neglected he is. <laughs> so I promptly specked him up for holy and, and uh, looked at the spells I've got and went like, uh, I wonder how you do this. How do all these seals and judges and stuff work with your holy pellet? It's like there's two spells that, that you've got to heal. It's like, yeah. You know, a, a flash heal and some other heal. It's like sure there's got to be more to it. What, what am I missing? I've no idea yeah. how to heal on a pelly. So I was looking forward to have a chat with Glantha this week, but Slacker's got to work or some some yeah. rubbish. I don't know. <laughs> Guess I'll figure it out. Maybe next week. <laughs> but um, uh, I was um, intending. Well, I, I am making my my death knight was a, an engineer, and I've been hoarding. Um, bucket loads of, of ore and stuff that I needed to, to level engineering on, on the Death Knights and I was just getting to the point where uh, I was sick of trying to find space to uh, have 12 <laughs> slots free so I could empty one piece of mail um, out of the mail that was about to be d- deleted after 60 days and and um, extract those 12 bits of mail and turn around and put it into a new mail and send it back again. So it's probably about time that I... Uh, Stop spending, stop spending gold on mailing this stuff and actually level engineering. So I've leveled engineering uh, all the way to 440. Oh, my and gosh. My God, does it take a crap load of ore? Yes. I might have had a crap load of ore in my mail, but that, that was not enough ore by far. At, at one point, I figured out, uh, I was like, okay, uh, next five, I just learned something new. Next five points, what do I need? Apart from all the other materials, to get those five points, I needed 120 Saronite ore. Mm. Like, mm. okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, no, uh, geez, it's well worth it. No, no miss your goblin. Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> I, went, I went the one uh, where I've got crap loads of bombs. Oh, okay. Which one's that? I don't know. I just want the one where you can get the um, X-ray glasses. <laughs> right. Um, I don't know yeah. why. It's so silly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is it? Are they like uh, most engineering things where you have to be one one side to make it, but either side can use it? Yes. Right. Well, that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> Probably the, one of the few things you can sell in the auction house. Then. Right. Yeah. So I've got an absolute crap ton of, of bombs that uh, I'll never be able to sell or use. So I don't know what the hell I'm going to do with all those. Um, <laughs> I made a, a bucket load of the those really cool-looking mechanized snow goggles. They're the ones that make you look like you've got really white and spiky hair and, and you wear snow goggles. <laughs> they look awesome. Uh, and they, when you make them, they come with a random enchant and I um, – I decided on one that was uh, uh, the snow goggles of the battle, so it added strength and stamina and, and crit to my death knight. So that was that was pretty cool. <laughs> and they make some some pretty cool trinkets as well. There's a um, sonic booster trinket that um, increases your stamina by 81. You, um, and it's got a proc on it to increase your attack power by 430 for 10 seconds. Is it BLP so maybe, or BOE? BOE. Oh wow! Yeah. Uh, and they've they're kind of like um, self enchant some of their gear. They uh, they um, add a crit rating and movement speed to their boots. So 
add uh, uh, fire damage rocket launcher to the gloves, which is really cool. <laughs> uh, this thing you can add uh, add to your belt that um, stuns mechanical mobs. Um, you can, you know, the, the there's gas clouds that they can um, extract uh, you know, moats and um, crystallized stuff from. There's a, a, a tracking um, gas clouds that you can add to your belt and you know, agility and slow fall to cloak. So <laughs> my, my death knight feels uber now. It's just add all this stuff to him and, and uh, you know, he's, he's only level. And the, the other great thing about it is um, there's no actual level of requirement on it. I mean, these, these goggles for a level 68 Death Knight are awesome. So there's no actual <laughs> level requirement on it apart from um, needing the, a, the, the actual engineering level. So um, I can see why the uh, Twinks pick up engineering. It's, it's pretty <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Uh, but the, the last 10 points are going to be tough. I'm, I've, I've stopped at 440 because, um, I mean, really, the, the only thing at 450 is the... Um, Titan was it the Titan Steel Destroyer or something? The the epic gun, and at four forty I can make uh, an epic helm, but I can't use it yet, so there's no point in making it. Uh, but uh, I think I'm probably not going to have too much trouble going out and killing stuff now on on my death night. <laughs> Sounds like it. That's a good job. All I've, all I've got to do is um, is uh, figure out how to heal on my pally. Uh, and and gear out my pallet. The other thing I, I looked at, okay, my paladin's a a, um, a blacksmith, so I thought, oh, you beauty. So I, I need to you know switch to holy. He's the, the paladin's got all his strength and stamina gear because he's he's um, he was prop. Yep. So I'm looking looking through blacksmithing for okay, where's all my int and my spell damage gear in, in blacksmithing? Uh, nah, nada, nothing. <laughs> so. Uh, how the hell are Holy Pally supposed to gear up? Are they well, heaps of Holy Pally gear drops in instances. Heaps of it. Right. But I know that probably doesn't help you right now, but... No. <laughs> okay. What, what profession do you pick up to gear a Holy Pally? There was some... There's some... Uh, one male piece, I think. That I'm like, okay, well, if I don't, I don't wear plate, I could, I could make this male... Chess piece that's obviously for made meant for a uh, a shaman, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to go out and actually quest and, and get quest rewards. The leatherworking stuff. There's anything better because uh, that they a leatherworker can make mail. Make mail, yeah. That, that's something I, I've can, never leveled. I, I have no high level leatherworker. So what about the other hide was? No, nope. hide's an alchemist. Oh, and jackal is. Chill crafter. Oh, okay. I thought you had a leather worker. No. Nah. <clears throat> uh, my, my shaman's a leather worker, but he's only like level 40. <laughs> uh, That's not going to help you. He's not going to help me out, no. <laughs> but, What's uh, your other level 40? Um, I mean, you know, there's a pair, right? Yeah. Um, I think it's a mage, so it's, it's, I think mm. it's another alchemist. Mm. So. Do you have any mages, much- Temp? Um, yes, I've got a level 50-something mage and that I did <laughs> I did on my recruiter friend and, and don't laugh at me, but she never got to 60. Yeah. And, and my new horde one is a, is a mage as well. 
I, I love playing the mage. They're good fun. Yeah. They're they're good, but they and they're powerful, but they really need group. Because, they're squishy. Yeah, because they're yeah, so they powerful, are so- they 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 instantly become a target. Yes. And then, and then they instantly die. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Although frost is very good for, for survivability. Right. Yeah. You could at least stop somebody. Yeah. And you get a pit. Well, I haven't got that far yet. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. Go ahead. What else have you been doing? <laughs> well, the, the only other thing I've been doing is uh, there's some other podcast or other that started some crazy Death Knight Guild over on some PvP thing somewhere. Is I've that been, not crazy to just invite oh, a whole bunch of people to, to form a, a Death whole Knight? Bunch of yeah. Form a Death Knight Guild. I mean, what were they thinking? Yeah. <laughs> oh, they so far. It has yeah. Been. Oh, yeah. 61 on that Death Knight and uh, still going strong in, in Hellfire Peninsula. Still bucket loads of quests. I'm starting to get some group quests, so I have to... Do you, do you know, though, I found I found it too easy. I found it too easy. Wemba and I, I think, I don't think I'm 61 yet, and probably because Wemba and I have been questing together. We've actually gone to Zangamash right. and getting a lot more um, XP and a lot more, um, you know, the quests you can still pick up and uh, zooming along now. Have you done your yep. professions or are you just... Uh, I, I doubt that Wemp has, only because, you know... Yeah, he's well. I've leveled most of his provisions for him anyway. But um, <laughs> but um, I, I have leveled my skinning and my herbing to um, to BC level. Yeah, yep. Cool. And, and you? Yep, I've leveled. I've leveled mining, and I haven't decided um, what second profession I'll pick up. But uh, after this week, I um. I think I might pick up engineering. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you can be cool. Yeah. So I can make some cool goggles. Yeah. Doesn't matter what else. It's cool goggles and my uh, uh, rocket launcher on my gloves. That, that, that's all what? I want. That's fine. I'm a slave <laughs> for the bloke. An expensive so, profession, though. Engineering is yeah. like chanting. It's expensive. It's like, you know, it's do that after you're pretty well established and got some funds behind you. But it's it's pretty easy to, to get funds now. I mean, you level level mining and, and sell all your raw and you know, you're a thousand gold or more up. Um, How are you surviving start. without uh, your uh, cash flow? Fine. Not, I mean, I haven't really have to buy anything yet. It's just... You, know, you, you come out of the starting zone as a death knight with a, a good set of gear. You just start yes. questing it. You know, you're making money hand over fist. And if you've yeah. left a, a gathering profession, it's just easy. Right. <laughs> so, so um, Al Jep, I just wanted to say that Al Jeppy did contact me about uh, how he did it at the Death Knight. And I guess my, pro- my error when I was doing the starting area to make gold was that I actually repaired and I trained. So what he does is he goes through... With three, when he goes to a new server, he goes through with three death knights, well, three or four, and he just runs it right through the starting area. He says two hours. I've never done starting area in two hours. Have you guys ever? No. Yeah, about that. About? Oh, maybe I'm doing <laughs> yep. something wrong. And, uh, <laughs> and then he just sells them, I mean, just collects the gold, sends it to an all, deletes all three of them, and then goes back and starts over again. 
Oh my god! But that's, that's nuts. I couldn't do that. That's how he seeds the new realms that he goes to. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I'm sorry to distract you, but go ahead, Ashaya. Uh. Pfft. Where the hell was I? <laughs> Where was I? <laughs> I hit with what? I think I've done. Yeah, that was my did, week. Yeah. Oh, okay. You, you finished off with the DKs on. Oh, the... I know, there was one other thing. Um, the. Uh, one of the, the, the very few things that I actually make any money at all with on um, inscription is uh, the, the cards. You can make the Dark Moon card of the North. It takes an incredible amount of mats. It's like six of the rare Snowfall Inks and three Eternal Lifes and a bunch of the Ink of the Sea. And you make a, a random uh, Dark Moon card. And uh, the, the biggest deck that's selling at the moment is the nobles deck and uh, i made the ace of nobles this week Oops. so that's uh worth a, a pretty penny so, but now i'm like hmm that's probably a pretty cool trinket to have actually right, yeah. <laughs> do, I, do i sell it or, or do i make the deck because i've got a couple yeah. of the other cards i think i've got the, like the three and the five as well so yeah and if you have the ace that's that's half the battle yeah the ace is, ace is a hard one to get so i was pretty happy with that mm. Makes milling all this uh, um, adder's tongue worthwhile. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's been my week. What about yourself, Aprilian? What madness, what madness have, have I been doing? Well, you know, I always I have myself spread pretty thin, and <laughs> uh, I've been I haven't been taking a lot of notes. I've been doing a lot of stuff, so I just want to apologize for not if I have such a short segment, but I've been doing a lot of stuff. The first thing I did was I started another refer friend. <laughs> oh my Are you going to say that? At first oh, it was, and, and, and I, I... Jeppy, it's your fault. I'm blaming you, dude. Yes, it, it's Jeppy. <laughs> <laughs> At first I just wanted to refer one with a 10-day trial because... If you just start off at the 10-day trial, you still get the XP. So, you know, you, you refer somebody, they start up their trial, and if you're in the starting area, now all of a sudden you have the boosted XP without spending any money at all. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I don't know why anybody wouldn't, why you wouldn't want to do that anytime you start it over. Because that's how they hook you in, and right. you go, hmm, actually, this is pretty cool. Well, then you I might think, just hang on to this just for just for a little bit longer, right? Because then you think, oh, I really wanted to send that ten day that trial person something. Oh wait, I can't mail anything. You can't trade. So I did learn that in order for her to be the one to, uh, to in order for her to repair and stuff, she had to be the one looting. So I had to put it on uh, free for all so she could do all the looting because she can't get any money, she can't be sent any money, and she can't trade anything. So. But it just, it made the starting area so much faster, which I have been enjoying. I, I, I want to give a little tiny rant here. <laughs> I don't like to rant too much, but I was listening to another podcast, and I'm not going to mention any names, but there was a well-known celebrity who was talking about the fact that he sometimes used the money that he got from his celebrity status to get an advantage in World of Warcraft. Of course, he didn't put it that way. <laughs> he said that his time was 
more valuable and he didn't have time to do the little simple leveling that, you know, the rest of us non-rich people managed to muddle through. <laughs> but I just think that that's not right. So, uh, uh, I'm confused. How, how, does that, how does he get that done then? He pays certain uh, citizens of another country money. Oh. Yes. Yes, and he justifies it by saying he wants to have fun and his time is limited. Oh, that's just so sad. That's a but, but he's basically but yeah. he's basically probably stolen someone else's character. Right, or he's he's allowed somebody. Who knows what they do once they have your account? Because they, but that's what they do. They usually just hack an account and then they they steal the account and then they get rid of everything and they sell it off thing and then well, they no, sell he, you with one one good tune. He actually um or that right yeah or I think he was saying that they that he gets the power leveling service, which once they you know do that they do other things while they're power leveling mm. you they're probably <laughs> you know doing a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, which you know, I mean, you know, it's it's a game that's meant to be on a on an even playing field, and and I I applaud Blizzard for trying to you know keep it that way, you know. <clears throat> I mean, I've often fantasized about <laughs> winning the Powerball. <laughs> Gosh, I thought we were going down a whole different street. <laughs> <laughs> the pause we had me worried. I know. <laughs> be playing you know my own i wouldn't i wouldn't feel comfortable i'd feel dirty so anyway yes. that's my my little rant on that so and i started I, I, I don't understand people who just because they have money think that they can break the law yeah i don't i don't get that you know oh well you know i don't have enough time so i'm just going to break the law yes um, you know i don't get that morality I'm more important. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I, just quite apart from that, I don't get like you like the game, but you want to be <laughs> selective about what you do in it. Yes. And so you, you're going to pay somebody else to do some bit of the game. I mean, that's just – I just can't understand that. He probably right. also pays somebody to help him when he goes to the bathroom. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Sorry, that was that was a bit off. I, I apologize. Face wants to hold it. Tap, tap. You know, and whenever I think about these, these people and and their whole sadity, their you know upper crust, I think that everybody has to go to the bathroom, and that's the evening line, and everybody has to grind from one to yes. to eighty on their own, and and that should yeah. be the, so. I was kind of impressed because they are. This person is a multi-boxer, but he totally undid his impressiveness by stouting, stating that. But I, I guess the fact that he was honest was uh, was what he felt like it. So, anyway, so anyway, so I'm back to, and I'm enjoying it. I'm starting over um, in the on this oceanic server. Which we talked about last week that you can you can go over to the other side, and uh, it's it's not very watery there though. I don't know why it's, it's dry <laughs> land. And 
I uh, I also deleted one of my death knights because I had four. Because at the time I only had four accounts. I deleted one. <laughs> it was very painful, but I deleted Trishel and made her an alliance character because I wanted to be able to do the um, auction house thing with the pets and stuff. Yep. And uh, if I. It's your uh, fine. Yep. It's my, my uh, stick. My stick. And. Uh, <laughs> But I, I remember that the last time I was on a PvP server and I had a low-level alliance character in in Booty Bay, in the middle of doing transactions, somebody would come up and kill me. <laughs> Just, well, you know, what the heck? Oh, there's a level 5 alliance character. Let's kill it. <laughs> like, you know, and although the the uh, graveyard is now right outside the, the entrance going up to Stranglethorn Vale, it's still a pain in the butt to... Yes. I have to run back. So no one's tried I... to kill my death knight yet. So I guess. That's... <laughs> Although it's really weird because, you know, I also I bring one of my <coughs> horde death knights into the uh, to Booty Bay. And it's so freaky to walk in there and see all the red, you know. Yes. You, you feel like you're in the <laughs> West and you you're almost kind of reach down and put your hand <laughs> on your on your hip. <laughs> You're like you're like ready if if somebody makes a false move. <laughs> it's it's kind of neat, and and I, I want to thank uh, the guys on Bind on Equip for uh, inviting us over to try this PvP thing because it's 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 it adds a, a level that you can't find on a on a regular server. Yeah, yeah it's sure. it's an edgy edginess to it. <laughs> yeah. So I've been uh, mainly with my the three. Death Knights I have remaining. I've been uh, getting my professions up. I got a couple of. I got a herbalist and a miner. We're right now. We're in. We were in Silver Pine Forest, but there's a part of Silver Pine Forest where you skin. You're coming from Sepulchral and you're going to Torrin Mill, and you've you've got bears at 13, 12, and thirteen, and then it jumps to twenty two. You know, and when it's twenty five. Yeah, you there's some. Twenty-five. That's what killed me on my way. Yeah, <laughs> I'm eighteen mage. Yeah, all of a sudden you're in your element. Everything's fine, and then bam, this thing. <laughs> seven, eight. Well, you know, didn't matter on the um, death knights, but I couldn't skin them, and I couldn't find anything to skin. So we went over to we we went over to the barons, and I tell you what, one thing I'm loving about the barons is the outriders. <laughs> Every time I see those, mm, I kill them, <laughs> and I love it. Well, they got when I was first starting, and I was questing in the barrens. They would get me every time. I remember I'd be, oh look at this! Here's a nice little peace bloom. Da, da, da. Uh, all of a sudden, these guys are off the their cats on me, and I'm dead. <laughs> so now <laughs> I go and gank them, and every time I enjoy it. It's it's silly. <laughs> But I enjoy it. No, no, I, I feel I felt the same way about stitches. Is it stitches in uh, uh, yeah. Duskwood? Oh. Duskwood, yeah. So many times I'd be running along and then bam! Because you forget, <laughs> yeah. you forget they're even there. You're so. Oh, well, upset. one time I was just in the hut. I didn't even know about stitches, and I turned around and he was at the doorway. This big white thing, and just bleh, I was splattered. <laughs> so I went, I went back, and I. Every time I could, I, I killed him so that I, on every single alliance turn, I've got his femur. <laughs> so you know how it feels, yeah. Yeah. Yep. 
And the other thing that, that uh, did that to me that I really built up a resentment to was um, the devil swords in Angoro. Oh, yeah. Man, they just sneak up and splat. It's like no. Yeah. <laughs> to be so big and so and make such noise, they can move very fast. <laughs> yes. And next thing yeah. you know, you're underneath I've, their foot. I've had my revenge on them a long time ago, many times <laughs> over. <laughs> yeah, I went back. I went back and and did quite a bit of skinning through there, <laughs> just yeah. just to get my revenge. <laughs> so I decided to go to whaling uh, caverns. Because I had, you know, I needed some, I needed some low-level greens for my enchanter, and that was a great place. So I took the three death knights there, and also there's some herbalism and then skinning. When I got in there, though, I started killing stuff and skinning them, and I wasn't getting any points up. And I was like, "What's wrong here? Why aren't these guys giving me points?" And then, yeah, oh, I'm at level seventy-five. I'm at max. <laughs> Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, I hate that. Yes. Especially when you're in distance. Yes, you forget. You have to go back and train, and and it, and it's so short in the low level areas, seventy five, and <laughs> you know, and it, and it reminded me, it brought me all the way back to when I first started uh, playing World of Warcraft, and I don't know, I I don't know if he was being mean or if he was being good, but I remember opening a ticket because I wasn't getting points for uh, collecting herbalism. And it was because I needed to go to the trainer. And the GM, I opened a ticket with, with just said, oh, it's working as intended. <laughs> I suppose that they can't give out, you know, they don't want to give out too much information because then everybody... They want to tell you how to play the game. Right, yeah. So you're going to have to go and figure it out. And it took me a second. Uh, TFM. <laughs> It's working I'm sorry. as intended. Uh, R- RTM. <laughs> this, is a, this isn't bind on equip. RTM. <laughs> Read the friggin' manual. Okay, all right. <laughs> so, in the middle of all this, and I'm having so much fun on my, my death nights, and of course, and um, I'm also having fun with uh, bind on equip people. And not that, you know, there's not as much fun on Earthing Ring, but there's just a certain different kind of fun. And so I have to go back and remember to go back. And I don't, again, I don't know if, I, if I'm being obsessive, but I, I have to do my dailies. I have to do my dollar and cooking quest. I have to do my fishing quest. I have to do my uh, jewel crafting quest. And um, so Oric got the tower key from the fishing quest reward, 16 gold. But that's about all he's been getting. You know, he hasn't been getting a lot, anything uber. But, um, and uh, he's got up to he got the $100 on cooking award thing achievement and he's got 75 right now I haven't been focusing on training him he's already at 440 and um, 410 and I'm pretty happy there I'm not pushing it because yeah. You know, yeah, I'm not he's not going to be chef anytime soon I am loving um, overachiever I think we mentioned that mod have you heard of that mod temp no. It actually puts uh, a little t- icon next to all the cooking recipes that you need to do f- to get the uh, achievement. Oh, okay. So I've just got them all now, so it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. Well, eventually. <laughs> you'll start another one. You'll need it again. <laughs> no, no. I won't cook again. Well, I'm, well, apart from on my horde side, you only need one cooker and you only need one fisher person. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then I... I 
decided that you know I really want to get my um, the four that I have on Earth and Ring, you know, up to a higher level. And I took them to Calderock. Uh, now that I know <laughs> I don't have to swim there, that I went to <laughs> that uh, dragon at Amber Point. And we flew over there, and we did some of those quests. Oh, Caldara. Caldara. Yeah, I'm sorry, Caldara. And but what is that big purple thing in the middle of the questing area there? Is that the way to get into Nexus? Or you mean the Nexus? Oh, that is the Nexus. Okay. <laughs> well, it's an ele- when you when you're going out, there's an elevator, and and on the map, the Nexus is shown way over there. But you go through this. It's really pretty. I love the way that even though it's it's a, it's another snowbound area, it's still different and unique. They got the um the purple rock things, like crater stuff there and and uh it's just pretty. Yep. Yep. So I then decided, you know, to go ahead and upgrade my trial account. <laughs> <laughs> They got you good. Yes, and it's yep. it's very it's yeah. expensive because you first you have you can upgrade it online through the account management thing, which they've made that nice. You don't have to go out and buy all the packages again. So to upgrade to regular Wow, vanilla Wow, it's twenty bucks, and then it's another thirty nine ninety nine or forty bucks to upgrade to Burning Crusade, and then another forty bucks to upgrade. To- Rather Village Kung, yes. <laughs> Ouch. I know. And then I transferred over a engineering warlock I had from another from another server that I hadn't been playing, and I transferred it over to the uh, the PvP server. So now I have Ooh. a level fifty eight warlock, so I can do summoning and engineering. Oh, Ooh. and she had some bags and some gold on her. Not much, just four hundred. So. It's going to be nice. <laughs> Not much. Well, I mean, I'm sure you guys have thousands of gold. Mm, yep. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Tempest has her epic flying mount and less than a thousand gold. Nymph does not have her epic flying mount. <laughs> she has still less than a thousand gold. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, I suck at making money. <laughs> Shale has you've got like, kids with a, you've got kids with accounts. Tell them to pull yeah. their finger out. No, they don't, they're not good at it either. I'm I'm subsidising their mount fund. Actually, <laughs> our son has got oh, the so green. Funny. He got the green photo drake out of his egg, the first one, and um, <laughs> he doesn't have the flying skill for it, so he's very sad about that. Sorry, Shale. <laughs> he plays alliance, right? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. See. See. See? <laughs> I just think that's so cool. Mom, can I have some gold so I can buy my mounts? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're not that. They're not that. I just need 200 more gold and I can get my cold weather flying. <laughs> <laughs> then mum's a sucker. <laughs> do you make them do chores? <laughs> not for gold. <laughs> not for gold. <laughs> <laughs> they, but they've got plenty of chores. <laughs> Have you ever had to ground them? I'm playing. Um, no, because sorry, if you can hear that noise in the background, that's our cat. Um, <laughs> um no, 
<laughs> she's not. But she should. Do you think maybe the prospect of playing makes them behave better? Uh, no, they've yeah. always been pretty good, but they're not. Um, they're not. They're not completely focused on WoW. Like they might, they'll go through phases where they'll really want to play all the time, and then they'll go on to. They might, you know, go on and then play their Wii, or they might decide that they rather watch. Oh, you, you have know, a Wii out. too? I didn't know you guys had a Wii. Yeah, we've got a Wii, and we've got a PlayStation. So they go through fads where they'll play, you know, a different kind of electronic media. Sometimes it might be DVDs. So does Wem have know. the Tiger Woods game? No, <laughs> I didn't know there was a Tiger Woods game. I just imagine him as a golfer. I don't know why. Never mind. That went off. He does like golf, but there you go. <laughs> Wait, that went off on a tangent, huh? <laughs> so I had a to. Little. I had to start another DK up on the fifth account to because I <laughs> I need to quantify. So. But I just had four of them. No, nice. no, there's three, and then the Alliance one. So I needed another one. And right. The problem with this was that I, I she was. You hadn't uh, deleted that one, you know. You could have kept it and then just started an alliance one. No, but I, I needed the refer friend to be uh, on the same, um, the same faction. Right. right. So if I hadn't, if I hadn't had the 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 referred one to, then the lower level characters. Are you doing any lower level characters on the PvP server, Isaiah? No. Okay. I did run a bunk, you know, bank alt and stuff because not even a bank alt, no. Oh yeah, got a bank alt now. Okay. Yep. Yeah, you got Needed that. someone to send all that all. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I know that the the special project, and again, if you want to know more about bind on equip, you can find them at bindonequip.com and listen to bind on equip, which can be found on iTunes. They have a special project going on, but we won't dip in unless you want to talk about it. Do you want to talk about it? Oh, well, no. Oh, I mean, I'm happy to talk about whatever. <laughs> if you would like me to talk about uh, it, I will put it tag. I can listen to the podcast. Yeah, listen to the podcast and you'll find all about <laughs> it. It's very exciting and I'm loving every every minute of it. Every When you guys talk about the instances you go into, it's just, it's, it's, I crack up on, uh, on um, Rage Fire Chasm. <laughs> <laughs> that and, and was yeah, you have organized. Now, did you, did you, I can't remember, did you have the mark? Yeah, you did have the mark, didn't you? <laughs> Skull, crossbone. For the- uh, did we mark on that one? <laughs> I think, I think we did have some marks going on, although that seems to have gone out the window. Right. And, and, and which, I think which got the mod that you, um, whatever he's focusing on automatically gets a skull because he had that during the week, but then in the instance it was gone. <laughs> well, well, that wasn't handy at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and uh, so I've I've been um, moving stuff around that uh, I brought over from that uh, transfer of that Orticia. My, and it's funny because I missed her. She was one of my first characters that I ever had, and I had sent her to Lathan and then never played her. So now she's back on the PvP server. And, oh, I know what I, I, I skipped back. So now I've, I decided to level this DK Frost because I'm, I'm such a pedaholic, mainly because when you're multiboxing, you need somebody to kind of watch the other, watch your back in case you're, you know, you'd get distracted. But I'm telling you, the Frost uh, spec on the Death Knight is awesome. Have you tried it? 
No. One of the things that's neat is, is there's something in there that reduces the timer of the death grip to 35 seconds. <laughs> yes. Wow. Yes. Every, More death grip. Yes. Always good. Yes. Every time I turned around, I could death grip. I was like, wow. <laughs> come here. And you, come here. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you over there. Come here. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yes. I love death grip. That is my favorite thing. And the other thing I, I'm doing is, you know, leveling up those professions. Uh, and and running some lower level characters through. I ran one of my, um, I took one of my DKs and took the two lower level characters through uh, Rage Fire Chasm, which was kind of neat. And I guess that's about cool. it for my week. Uh, you know, um, the only other thing that uh, I want to talk about now is I want to raid. When yeah, I was yeah, you do. <laughs> when I was listening to you set up your raid and, and listening to this, all the stuff you do, and, and I I guess what I need to do is just stick myself out there, and I I probably need to go solo, cause it, and that's where I'm having problems, because then I have to pick somebody. Now, <laughs> Aprilians is, is level 73. Yep, so you need to get to 80. Oh, you definitely need to be 80 before you can raid, so there's nothing. Yep. Okay. So I have well, a, you, well, you could instance before instance that, but it's not, it's not raiding. What's the difference and, and, for us? For uh, us, uh, okay. Newbers. So an instant, an instance is five man, and then um, what? Technically, it, you don't um, get to a raid until you're ten man, but your heroics are on timers as well, just not quite as big. But what you'll find is a raid is actually on a timer, and you get an ID every time you go in. Same as. Um, an heroic instance, which again you have to be sort of seventy-eight to eighty to get into, and you get an ID every time you go into one of those, and then it's got a timer on it, and it tells you you can look in your raid panel and it tells you how long before you can go back into that instance. So heroics, I think, are on a six-hour timer, and um, all of the other raid instances like Nax and um, Vault of Archivon. Old War, I've Eternity, or all on a seven-day timer. So you can only go in on one ID once a week. And the advantage is the gear, right? That's the only... That's the thing, right? No, it's um, for fun. The fun, too. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's a... a um, oh, wait. Oh, can, you, can you hold on one second? I forgot something. I did do something else. I tried to do... I, I tried to quad Upgar Keep with my two Death Knights <laughs> oh, and... Oh. God. Yeah, I know. It was crazy. And so then Jovam, who is one of our listeners and, and he's in uh, AIE, decided to come and join me and we died a lot. So then I decided that I wanted to go back to Carl Fring to do that other uh, instance. But he said that uh, he had someone who was in the Cavern of Time and could summon us and that we could get the hat. So he took we went. We we he, we got summoned to Cavern of Time, and then some of us who didn't have the quest went back to Gadgetstan to get the quest from Don Carlos. And then we went into Caverns of Time, and we went to Old Hellsbrad, and we killed that guy, and we got hats. <laughs> so, <laughs> yay! Got a lot of good hats. Yes, it was awesome. <laughs> and, and and Caverns of Time was was creepy because you become human, and of course I had to yes. do, I had to do the Macarena. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's mandatory that you you slash dance when you when you go in there, and it's and neat. Slash silly. Yeah, oh, I didn't do slash silly. I have to go back, and it's neat. The only thing that was a bummer, <clears throat> and I have to do another PSA, is we 
spent 15 minutes trying to get into the instance because you can only have a limited number you can only have a limited number of servers instances running on any server so every time somebody logs off and they're in a server they're t in an instance they take up that spot so please remember to exit out of your instance either go out the door or hearth home before you log off i've never heard that before ever You've never run into an instance and not been able to start? Nope. Asheo? Uh, yeah, we've been getting that on Earthen Ring quite a lot lately. You try to go into an instance and it says uh, no more instances can be spawned, something like that. Really? It's just, a, yeah, it's just too, many, too many people on the server running instances. And um, I think that was one of the reasons why they... Um, they changed the ghetto hearth because people used to you know, effectively start up a new instance just to ghetto hearth. Uh, and that, I mean, that instance has to hang around until it resets uh, and something that you know, the server has to remember and keep track of. Yeah. So I think that's one of the reasons why they got rid of the ghetto hearthing. Um, but, uh, it's, yeah, it hasn't fixed it completely. Um, and maybe it only happens on high-occupancy servers. Yeah, well, oh, I would imagine it's a bit... I've just never, uh, well, I've never seen it, never. Hmm. Oh, something you've never seen. <laughs> <laughs> well, you so know, because Fatima's got a high thing, population. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know whether it is about Earth and Ring, but um, uh, you can even take it a step further, and, and what some people have started to do is once you've, you've uh, finished your instance and you're all outside of it, choose to... Um, you know, you, if you right-click on your characters, say reset all instances. Yes. Which is what you typically do if you want to actually, you know, um, rerun it. You know, start rerun it, start it again. So if, if you do that, then you know that that immediately you know deletes the instance that you've just run. And right. um, The theory is that that frees something up. But um, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. I thought you were going to say some people then turn around and sell their <laughs> their spot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, right. yeah, hundred yeah. hundred gold if you uh, issue a reset instances for me right now. <laughs> Alrighty. So and so I'm sorry. Go, so tell us more about um, the difference between the ratings. Okay, so th there's obviously there's a big gear upgrades of to be had, but the the best thing about it is and. Brilliant. Probably haven't really experienced five man content. Yeah, it's <laughs> to, on right. To its best, because you you go in with four of yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean. So, right. So, um, yeah. I, I, getting I think to your, know your goal should be getting a lot more comfortable with just running instances, and, yes, and not not have your focus already on um, wanting to raid. Right, so running See, instances with other people. Yes, yes. Okay. with just one or, or maybe two of your turns. <laughs> your first thing is you're going to have to choose one of your turns that you love that's going to be the one. Okay. Because but they're her babies. <laughs> I'm not saying she doesn't have to love them all, <laughs> but she needs to choose one, and so that's the one that you probably need to focus on so whenever you can you take that one into into an instance with four other people and then as you know you sort of do those instances at level appropriate so you get to know how to get the most out of your 
character and how it works inside a group and then because that can be quite different and then once you sort of get to sort of well probably you should wait until you're 80 and then you do you start with easy heroics and then you go into more hard heroics and you start to get really good gear and then um, once you've got decent gear and you're putting out a certain amount of dps so you've got a certain amount of heals or you know depending on what your your character is then look at um, getting into a 10-man raid group situation. Yep. Right. So just just start with trying to run a, a, a normal instance, you know, even if you just start you know, once a week, a couple of times a week. Yep. And uh, get some confidence doing that. I think that's probably the best, best way to get started. So, yep. out of my main mains... <laughs> And I guess there's the two out of my fifty mains. Yeah. <laughs> is um, which one would I do you think would be more likely? So who have you got? Well, I'm, Your main main. My main 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 <laughs> is a brilliant. <laughs> She's a warlock, and you know, each one of my alts, I I I use brute force. I don't use finesse. <laughs> I, I, I win by outscoring the. Oh no, that's football. I <laughs> I win by overcoming with uh, uh, extra stuff. Yep. <laughs> Instead of you know knowing exactly what I'm doing, so yep. I guess the first thing I probably should do is um, L2P. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's okay, and yeah. I also have a hunter. Uh, and that's 72, and then I have the Death Knights. Those are my higher-level characters. I have some others, but uh, those are the ones that, I'm, that are higher. Okay, well, I can't, I can't help you with your Warlock because, like I said, I just I can't be bothered actually doing any research on it. But, you know, there are some really great sites out there on what to do with a Hunter, but a Hunter, I think, um, can be fairly complicated to play. Um, I think there are good macros out there. Um, but um, you think I should go on the Death Knight? The Death Knights, I think, are, are fairly reasonable, reasonably easy to play. They do pretty great DPS, and um, even if you're sort of spec for tanking, and um, there's lots and lots of information that's current and new about them. So you know, a lot of the stuff. If you look up hunters and stuff, you've got to you've got to flip through what is current and up-to-date and what is, you know, pre-VC and after Lich King and, you know, you've got to sort through it and find find the right information, whereas with Death Knights it's all pretty new. Yep, good so. tip. All right. So um, next week I'll, I'll, I'll focus on some of that and we'll see what happens and I'll give an update. So <laughs> now good luck. we have, uh, we're going to go through, ma- well, first we'll go to this. Blade. The bladed edge. Hey all, 
displayed here. You wouldn't believe the week I've been having. Apologies to one and all for missing the last episode. When I finish school, I anticipate I'll have more free time on my hands. That said, let's get straight to the meat and potatoes. And in a slash nod to our guest of honour, the lovely and vivacious Tempest, I'll slip in a few Australianese expressions. <laughs> I start. Do I keep in mind that old blade, not a fair income Aussie, so I may get some of these wrong. Don't rubbish me too much. <laughs> of course we're going to rubbish you. That's what Aussies do. Yeah, I was we're just going to say, we'd have to be un-Australian. <laughs> yeah. From the dirty little tricks department. Don't know about the rest of you, but when old Blades is questing, grinding or levelling his alts, I often neglect my peripheral skills. You know, the skills you learn when your character for your character when they're available, but forget to use. Old Blade is a mage in his 70s that's still using mage weave bandages. Dope. I was reminded of this the other day when that's I went to hear a regular Shh. <laughs> 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 oh, he's not there. I was reminded of this the other day when I went to hit a regular hotkey to cast one of my regular rotation of spells on my priest alt and I hit the one shoot button instead. One skill level one? Holy crap! <laughs> I managed to forget all about wands. Not that they're overly powerful or at lower levels in comparison to some of the level 80 cannons you can find, but having a little extra DPS when and if your caster character runs out of mana can't hurt. <laughs> but how can you level up wands without putting yourself in a fairly hazardous situation as a cloth wearer? Attack spellcasters specifically take your wand user to a lower level zone, farm some herbs or mine nodes and toss off a few wand shots at a caster mob. You'll resist their spells, you're too high level, and your wand skill will increase as their spells bounce harmlessly off your paper towel armour. <laughs> this also works in lower level dungeons like Ragefire Chasm, Wailing Caverns and Dead Mines. You'll resist their spells and gain a few, probably quite a few, levels in your wand skill maybe even killing the mob, while they burn through their own mana trying to take you out. Speaking of levelling up skills, the Scarlet Monastery is another good place, this time for melee weapon skills. Take on a few Scarlet Chaplains. They cast heal over time spells on themselves and are normally a bit of a pain in the backside that way, but you can skill up pretty much all of your weapon skills to a decent level with a couple of runs through SM. Anyone know if you can scale up your weapon skills or your wand skills in a dual contest against another player? Uh, no. no, you can't. That would be nice, but nah. <laughs> now, onto the ubiquitous macro. From what old Blades has been led to understand, mages are getting bumped out of their places in the arena teams for other classes. Maybe, maybe not. In either case, this macro should help you out in arena combat or in any other battlegrounds. Insert macro. What's it do? Don't know if any of you are sick of being chain feared. I guess most people would be. This takes a bit of the fear out of the Warlock's fear spell. Hit the macro to ice break, ice block. Hold shift when you press the macro to pop out of ice block, and drop a counter spell. Then, or if you ice block, if your ice block is off cooldown, ice block again. Click it to get out of, uh, click it to get out of the first fear. Then shift click it to hit them with a counter spell. Then the second they start casting fear again. If old Blade's math is correct, that gives you about eight seconds before they can fear again, plus four more if they can do anything else. If they're like old Blades, they haven't leveled up their wand skills either. (laughs) 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 
I think we should cut that out. I don't. I don't like giving out tips as to how to avoid warlock fears. Oh, warlock fears. Just uh, <laughs> Uber. There's nothing you can do to stop it. <laughs> You'd have to have a few kangaroos loose in the top paddock not to use this little <laughs> trick to best advantage. <laughs> nice reference. And a macro to save button space. Slash cast non-combat pyroblast fireball. In a nutshell, cast pyroblast if you aren't in combat. Cast fireblast if you are in combat. Uh, the ever-popular pyro opener. Don't forget to add your trinket boost, presence of mind boost, anything else to kick it up a notch before you cast it. You can stick them into the macro for one button I win cast. But don't <laughs> do it if you're in a raid or in an instance and if your tank hasn't got solid aggro yet. That's a really <laughs> noobish mistake. Don't forget, if you want an edge on your particular character, class, or race, or you want to find a dirty trick of competing, completing a quest or acquiring an item, let Old Blades know. Email him at thebladededge at gmail.com and find Old Blades on his blog at thebladededge at uh, thebladededge.blogspot.com, I'm guessing that's supposed to be. No, or Pesto, Aprilian, Glantha, and Asheo at Control Alt Wow. <laughs> <laughs> From the old Easter egg basket, this week I'll give you two selections that may very well be beyond the black stump for most of you <laughs> and two that should be pretty easy to use. For those of you that are tougher than the average raider, Oldua holds few secrets. See what I did there? The secrets of Oldua holds few secrets, <laughs> but no one appreciates my punniness anyway. If you're a raid defeats... Yeah, punniness. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding there, Blade. <laughs> if your raid gents defeats General Vezax after defeating the Serenite Animus, that's a hard word to say, this late night, I'll say it again, Serenite Animus on regular or heroic difficulty, you will earn the achievement, I love the smell of Serenite in the morning. This is a reference <laughs> to the 1979 movie, Acopolis Now. I love the smell of napalm in the morning. Smells like victory. Also from Acropolis now, let's head back to Old World Azeroth, to northern Stranglethorn Vale. If I recall correctly, you Alliance types have a quest to head to Colonel Curzon's camp. He's apparently gone a bit bush ranger, went insane and raised an army in a small hidden compound, much like his <laughs> namesake, Colonel Kurtz, played oh, by fun. Marlon Brando. The backstories of the two colonels are very similar and... By extension, are references to the character Kurtz from Heart of Darkness, the 1902 novel by Joseph Conrad on which Acropolis now was based. Wow. You're very uh, knowledgeable there, Blake. <laughs> Extremely knowledgeable. Yeah. I had no idea. Back to Oldowar. This time, Raiders, you have to defeat nine guardians of yog Saran within 12 seconds on either normal or heroic difficulty in order to get the achievement they're coming out of the walls. This is a reference to the line uttered by a private Hudson, played by Bill Paxton, in the 1986 movie Aliens, as the small marine squadron is attacked. They're coming out of the walls. Also in reference to the movie Aliens, let's head over to Skyguard Outpost in the Blades Edge Mountains. Every two hours or so, the Skyguard gear up for their, fight, their flight attack on Bashir's Landing. During their pep talk, the Skyguard lieutenant asks... Anyone have any questions? To which a ranger replies, look, man, I only need to know one thing, where they are. (laughs) 
Jeanette Vasquez, played by Jeanette Goldstein, says the very thing to her lieutenant, Lieutenant Gorman, played by William Hope, during their mission briefing before dropping down onto the planet below. As always, an awesome podcast, guys. Lawmaster Blade. Thanks, Blade. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Those are two it of my favorite movies, too. Um, it begins, begins to think that uh, the every achievement name it is, is some uh, reference to something. Yeah. And, and Ap- Apocalypse Now and Aliens are two of my top favorite movies. So what a coincidence. Here you go. All right, so on to emails. How are we holding up, guys? All right. Well, do we want to read all of them, or should we just pick a couple? Um, how many have we got? Oh, there's a few, isn't there? Yeah. Oh, a lot. But it's just 10 o'clock there, so you can, 10.45. So. Yeah. <laughs> you guys can hold up. <laughs> I like how Some you just, just got rid of 45 yeah. minutes. Tennis, <laughs> <laughs> you know, here it is. All right, I'll read the first one, and then we'll see how it goes. Um, email number one is from Crossbow. Hi there, gracious Aprilian, mighty Asheo, and Ali Glanther. Oh, yeah, and Blade. <laughs> My name is Crossbow. I am a level 80 troll hunter on Dentarg EU. I've been playing for just over a year and have 16 tunes at various levels. A total alcoholic. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Finances allow me to only have two accounts. Oh, uh, yeah, that's really bad. I'm playing from South Africa, and I stay in a small town on the stunning garden route. How cool. Unfortunately, recruiter friend is not available to South Africans. <laughs> Why, Bliss? Why? What? <laughs> that's crazy. That's bizarre. Yes. Aprilian, I love your predicaments with recruiter friend and wish we had that option available to us, too. We pay the same monthly fee, so why are we excluded? Well, end of my rant for now. I came across a couple of sites, came across an interesting site a couple of months ago, and I've been trying it since then. I think you guys, I I want you guys to know about it if you don't already use it. It's called Xboxer Toolkit. Hmm. Well, we got a link in the show notes to it, and... Uh, he says, I'm not a rep for them, but could not keep this a secret because it helped me so much. And he's also have some links to some videos and an instructional video about setting up multiboxing. He says, the setup is a bit daunting at first, but after watching these instructional vids, I got started. And I can't believe that I was alt-tabbing just a week before. What it does is it puts your whole multiboxing team on one screen and makes it possible for you to click different tunes with ease and fight as one. Hmm. It also has a form of key cloner that works much better than the one you tried, Ashale. The features are plenty, and I'll let you go check them out for yourself. The only drawback is it's a fee. Ooh, wow. Mm. When I first listened to Jeppy and his plans to level 62 tunes to 80, I was almost sure he must be using this software. We'll check it out and uh, mm. let us I can't see. imagine how you could have all the tunes. You know, two, three, or four windows on one screen without making them horrendously small. Right. Hmm. Interesting. Asheo, you are my hero. I think the way you approach the game is pretty much the same as mine. I can't wait to download every week's episode from iTunes, but once again, we get shafted because as South Africans, we cannot leave a review. Wow. I am... (laughs) I am single something dad of two. (laughs) Single 30 something dad of two and find while the ideal escape from a busy day after my younglings have gone to bed how cool 
I love you guys and the podcast. Keep it coming. Sorry for the wall of text. Regards, Crossbow. Um, I just wanted to say, I forgot to talk about this at the beginning of the show. We had a glitch last week. I And iTunes says it wasn't their fault and Podbean says it wasn't their fault. But our uh, feed got messed up and everybody had to resubscribe and I just want to apologize for that. So Thanks everybody for resubscribing. It also moved us up on the list on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yes, it turns out that the way you move. So up, how do you do that? How do you do that glitch? <laughs> I know. <laughs> it was. I don't know what happened. I think it had something to do with Podbean because they were doing maintenance. But all of a sudden, our everybody that was subscribed to us was redirected to our old feed, which was Pod something else. I won't even mention it. So I won't confuse people. And and so the only way to get us was to resubscribe. So, do you want to read the next one? Email two is from Thunder from the Cenarian Circle US. Hello all. While I've fairly recently left my guild, our medium end rating guild, most people use the guild as a stepping stone to gear to eventually leave for progression guilds. I was an officer in the guild and I found as more and more people left, it became draining and made the game less fun for me. It came to the point that even though I'd been in the guild as an officer for, for over a year, I felt a need to escape. Sound familiar to you? So this leads me to my question. I slash G quit all my tunes on an off time without a word then wrote a letter explaining my situation. Is this a poor departure? Have you ever been in an uncomfortable guild situation? Brilliant. Thanks a ton. My my Alliance Alt Nation. Oh, my God. He's got lots of alts listed there. Yeah, You can read them in the show notes. (laughs) So that's an interesting question. Uh, I don't know. I think it's it's really funny because when you're in a guild, it's 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 almost like being in a family. It's a little bit more intense than just being with like your regular friends because you're not obligated. Like I go out and party with somebody, I'm not obligated to watch their back. I'm not obligated to heal them. I'm not obligated to show up at the party with the right purse and the right outfit and the right shoes. <laughs> So when you when you're in a guild it's a whole different mentality. So I don't know. I think if that's to me I would have done what he did. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> <laughs> I know I wouldn't have if, done that. No. If you're an if you're an officer in a guild and and it's getting you down and and you're not enjoying it then you know sure plan to to quit but do it the other way around. Write a letter and explaining yeah. it first and, and, you know, say, you know, sorry, but I'm, I'm not having fun anymore. You know, I, I need to leave. That's, that's yeah. fairly uncool just to um, quit without a word and, and, uh, and then send a, send a letter. But, um, I mean, I guess I, I yeah, every situation say, is different. I have to say, too, I, I get upset if people leave without saying anything anyway, regardless of whether they're an yeah, officer an or, 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 or yeah. remember, I am, um, I have... A, a guild check mod that tells me if anyone leaves, really? you know, if, if people have leveled, <laughs> if people you people join. So it helps me keep track of what's going on in the guild. So, you know, if there's a new person, I can look out for them and say, you know, welcome to the guild and, you know, uh, you know, is everything okay, settling in okay. And if someone leaves and they haven't said anything to me or posted in forums, I, I, it really makes me quite agitated because I don't understand. Um, mm. 
I would much prefer someone to say, listen, I'm going to this guild because it, it's, you know, I think it's going to meet my needs um, better, better than this guild um, and at least give me a heads up rather than just leave and me go, well, I don't understand why that person's left. And, in fact, if that happens, I usually put them on my friends list so that I can talk to them at some stage just to find out what it was because the guild's got no way of improving if they don't know why people are leaving. And That's so. Right. Um, and, and as an officer, I think, too, you actually you owe the guild just a bit more than just a regular member. And, um, I, you know, I think you, one, the first step is to explain to your fellow officers that you're leaving and that you've, you've, you're worn out. Um, and then the second step is to then let the guild know that you're stepping down and, and then actually resign as an officer and be demoted and then at some stage give yourself a little bit of time and a bit of space and then um, and then gee quit not do it all at once in one step it you really need to you sort of owe, owe your guild a little bit more than that so yeah. you're saying you should take the mature way out and got it yeah the brave way <laughs> <laughs> yeah Okay, yep. email number A is from Keohal, <laughs> and uh, we the letters are from people who won in the contest, and they're just commenting, and we're not going to put them in the drawing. And uh, he, his subject of his email was Stooges. He says, wait, you guys have fan mails that, you have fans that email named Mo and Curly? <laughs> Should I change my <laughs> name to Shemp? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think you should. <laughs> P.S. Keep the clean rating. You guys are great just as you are. Thank you. Uh-huh. <laughs> Although That's I had an idea. Maybe Temp and I should do a after-hour podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Azeroth at night when the lights go down. Hey, you know what I noticed the other day? I was in Dalaran in the morning because I had gotten up early. The lights are different at, during the day. Next time you're looking down around, look around. During the day, it, you can see the sky, and it's a whole different atmosphere than when you log on at night, and it's, it's dark. But anyways, um, okay. e- email number three from Gareth. Hi, Aprilian. I just want to give you some useful, maybe useful advice. The dailies you're doing at the moment in Outlaw seem, seem a bit out of the way, so I was thinking of pointing you in the direction of the faction, the Caliwack in Northland. Yeah, I know. I need to get out there because... Uh, that's where I start. I need to start getting wrapped for stuff and things. Ashea, Fishing pole. Yeah. Ashea will be able to tell you about the three dailies you can get from them and where they are on the podcast. I'm sure it'll be good advice for other listeners wanting to do some dailies that don't require you to be higher level. The three dailies you get with them will give you a lot more, a lot out of them than the dailies in Outland. The only downside to it is that you won't be able to fly, but you will be able to take a boat to the three places where you can pick up the dailies. Quite a bit is happening since the last time I wrote, and my druid called Dreamweaver has had a name change known as Huzutsu due to me having a silly A in my first name. I was losing mail. I love my alts, and he lists his alts. Oh, and another 80 Death Knights on Lightbringer EU called. Might not get away with saying this on. <laughs> Charismatic, I'm gonna say. Charismatic. You can see it on the. Oh, show that's notes. not how I would have read it, but right. okay. 
who is still in the gardeners of Gilneas, kind of fallen apart now, as you might have guessed. What you might find shocking is that I've never dual boxed in my life. It's all been down to having time on my hands while I'm trying to save up for a new home. And yes, I do have a full-time job. Oh, and you don't live in your parents' basement? Hmm. Didn't he say he was Alliance? Okay, anyway. Uh, anywho, I need to get off to get ready for a 25-man Olduar raid with my fluffy druid. All my best to you, Aprilian, Asheo, and of course, I won't forget you this time, Glanford. Best of wishes, wishes Dreamweaver, a.k.a. Nightweaver on Twitter. For the Alliance. <laughs> <laughs> you want to read number four? We're going to try to... Sure. Number four is from Matt. Hey, guys. Love the show. Okay, I want to start dual boxing, but I want to be able to do it on one PC. I need to find program software to do this, and I want to be able to use keys and mouse movements and know how to set it up. I know that you guys are busy, but when you have time to put up a walkthrough on how to do it and with a list of the software, any help would be great. Thanks for your help. Matt. Well, Matt. Um, scroll up in the show notes to email <laughs> one from Crossbow and uh, check out the software that he's pointing out there if um, you don't want to try key clones and let us know what you think. Yep. Well, that was nice and convenient, wasn't it? Yes. And you what? know, I don't use anything fancy. I just alt-tab and I, I don't know. I find that that gives me more control. Yep. <laughs> All right, next one. Email 5 is from Elsign. Hello, Glanthropillion and Asheo. It's Elsign again from Earthen Ring. This email is a direct response to Glanther's achievement of hatching. Oh, do we have to read about bloody Glanther and his hatching of the green prototruck again? <laughs> again, I know. <laughs> oh. Enough about <laughs> Every winter I take a break from WoW for a couple of months. I've been doing this for four years or so. It allows me to explore some other games that are out there that I've been ignoring for the past year and it also allows me to be more focused on my in-game goals when I start playing again. Around the end of January, my time had come. I was going to leave WoW for my annual hiatus. My first ever Oracle egg had hatched, and it was a white tick bird. Not what I wanted, of course, but I would take what I could get. I bought another egg, flew back to Dalaran to whisper my goodbye to my in-game friends. I returned in late March. I was excited to be back. I wanted to get right into PvP. I PvP'd for about a week before I remembered anything about the Oracles. I finished up my last Warsong Gulch Battleground for the evening, and was just about to log out in Dalaran when I clicked on my cracked egg. Holy flying lizards, Batman. Reigns of the green proto-drake. Only the second egg. So much for logging off. Immediately, I would head out to my favorite zone in the entire game, Storm Peaks, and fly around. Unlike Glanther, I didn't care about how cool it looked walking. It was my first epic flight mount. I was impressed with the speed. The ground mount would never see the light of day again, except in battlegrounds, of course. I was impressed with the enormous wingspan of the thing. It was a creature of beauty. Yeah, yeah. I know. I didn't do anything special to get it other than buy an egg for, on two Sunday nights in a row, killing stupid puppy men or blowing flutes on mountaintops to get exalted with a reputation only requires a minimum amount of brain activity. Not much more than it takes to turn a doorknob or bring a sandwich to your mouth. I didn't down a giant... Um, raid boss or anything, but it's mine, my own, my <laughs> precious. My character has received this gift. He's mostly retired, but every now and then I might wheel out the old proto for a spin around Northrend. 
have fun with your ghetto epic flame ant glancer. It's fantastic. Don't let anybody tell you the difference. L sign. Awesome. <laughs> <sighs> Congratulations. Email number six is from Jason. Hey guys. I still love your show, but at the moment, my internet is completely screwed. It takes 45 minutes to download your show, and my in-game latency is over 800 MS. That's not good, right? Oh. Yeah. No. <laughs> if you guys didn't have the clean tag on your show, this email would be filled with a swearing rant. Keep up the good work, Jason. Oh, so sorry. That's awful. 800, that's terrible. Yeah. It's sucky enough in Australia with our bloody three, four, five hundred. Yeah. Yes. Email number eight. Do you want to read that one? Eight or seven? It's seven. We skip seven. Yeah, seven. Seven. Notes from real life. (laughs) No, what's wrong with seven? This is from Karen. (laughs) Greetings all. I haven't had much time to play. Wow, new job, training for a duathlon, life in general. Duathlon is that like exercise? Hmm. Sounds like it, doesn't it? But I thought I'd bang out a quick note with some random thoughts. I played the Try to Get BlizzCon ticket game and lost, so no tickets yet for my guild. We live in Southern California and all went last year, so I'd like to go again. It's right at my birthday as well, which would be a fun way to celebrate. Alas, the random number generator were not smiling at me on my first try. For round two, we'll bring out most of our guild and try a five-man strategy. We'll see. (laughs) We had a good time going last year, though the long lines, dim light and loud noises made us a bit cranky. You can tell we're all mature gamers. I had just <laughs> enough time to complete my Argent Tournament dailies on one turn, and that's it. She's my pet collector too, so mostly I've been trying to grind the rep, the champion max to buy pets. I have my Scorpion, which stings me when it gets bored, and my Battling, which puts out a red sonic pulse when it gets bored. <laughs> we also made a try as Joel and Rub on the Alliance side. After some success with Nexus, we were a bit cocky, and A.N. handed us our heads. Of course, <laughs> we were trying to do it with a different group makeup, and our healer had switched to tanking while one of our DPS was trying healing for the first time. Ah, the joys of small casual guild. We went back down to Utgard and actually made it through that first time. My guild is not one of the ones complaining that it's too easy. <laughs> Finally, two Easter eggs that I don't think Blade has mentioned yet. One discovered while surfing the internet, who says you have to be in-game to have fun in WoW, and one discovered by my husband. While trying to look up Tyke and Mike, two naked corpses that appear on our server near the mailbox on Flightmaster of Major Cities, I discovered that Mike Rowe, the host of Dirty Jobs, is in WoW. From Wikipedia, he is portrayed as a fisherman named Dirty Michael Crow, frequently saying, you might want to stand back, fish gutting is a dirty job. <laughs> He's in Theramore, oh, so really? it looks like he rolled alliance. <laughs> My husband loves that one, show. The second one is a bit more obscure. On the edge of the sepulchre is a general supplies merchant named Edwin Harley. He's named after Ed Harley, the main character in the movie Pumpkinhead. And Ed Harley owned a little store in the movie, one of my favourite horror movies, and I didn't even notice old Ed until my husband pointed out to me a couple of weeks ago. Well, that wasn't a short email after all. Consider it a month's worth of musings brought on by Control Alt Wow. I'll leave you with a little tidbit. My glacier worm seems to have ghoul envy. I swear he is trying to say shiny when he goes into a (laughs) hacker mob. (laughs) Great podcast as always. Keep it up, Karen. Karen. 
Thanks, Karen. Thanks, Karen. Email number eight is from Makil, making, Mikeling, M-A-K-I-L-I-N-G. Greetings. I stumbled upon your show after listening to April's interview on the old How I Wow episode. <laughs> and I have to say your podcast became an instant favorite for mine. I love listening to how people play WoW, and in your case, how to play extreme WoW, (laughs) (laughs) i.e. multi-boxing. I just wanted to comment on your latest episode where April says she plays with the arrow keys instead of WASD. I find it hard (gasps) to imagine. Really? Yes, I do. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I find it hard to imagine how you'd be able to play and assign hotkeys if your hand is on the arrow keys. Yeah. Are you left-handed? No, I'm right-handed. WASD okay. configuration places all of your all your spells nearby, and adding shift or control functions adds more buttons. The only person in real life that I know who plays using the arrow keys in WoW is my friend who introduced me to WoW, and the reason he uses the arrow key is because his fingers are too big. Well, that's not my problem. Anyway, <laughs> hope to hear more from you guys. Mackling of Thorasan. No, I... I move with the arrow keys, and I don't know how. I'll, you know, I don't, I don't with know. what hand? Your right hand? With my right hand. What do you now, do with your left just, hand? Can I just tell you, Aprilian, that I did probably twelve months of moving like that with my both hands hovering close to that tiny little, <laughs> the, the little arrow bit on the keyboard, and Wem said to me, "Please, please, please, just try it. Just try it for a week." where you just use the WASD, and I've never gone back. Well, it's funny because I'm, I'm, I'm a typist. I'm a secretary by profession, so I should be able to do that. So I'm going to try it this week. But, I mean, it just... What I, do you I, do with your left hand? I have my left hand on the home row, and I use that, you know, <laughs> so I can, well, my home row, my keys, I can do, and I can do the number keys with, you know, my fingers. So I move back and forth, and usually yeah. I, I auto-run. Yes, at all. <laughs> yeah, I, I well, just to loot and stuff. No, I don't mouse very often at all. No. Really? Yeah. Okay. So I'll, I'll try it for the next week and see what I can do. It might actually help. <laughs> so thank you, Mackling. Um, before we go on to Mo moments, you want to do a roll? Are you in game? Yep. But, oh, it's Which server. server? <laughs> I, I'm on the Oceanic. Uh, I timed out of there. Okay, so go ahead. And I'll just show you. Okay, we'll trust you. <laughs> you see, we group together so we can. I can see his role, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, trust me. You know, if I roll, what are we? What are you, one to eight? So okay. you know, if I roll over a four, I'm lying. Yeah. <laughs> Three. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Number three was Gareth. Uh, Gareth. All right, Gareth. So email us at controlartwow at gmail.com. And just a reminder, every week we give away one, either one month of Control Art Wow. I mean, I'm <laughs> Control Art Wow is free. One month of Wow. <laughs> For a month. Uh, okay. A physical okay. authenticator or a Wow Mini. So Woo-hoo. just give us an email and uh, we will send one of those right out to you. And we're going to close with Mo Moments. Do you want to read it or you want me to? All right, I'll do it. Hello, Control-Alt-Wow. Aprilian Asheo Glantha. Thank you for a great show as always. And this week's email is short and hopefully sweet. 
Like many of you, I do not discuss WoW or play WoW with some of my friends, family members, or even co-workers. Also, similar to most of you, I utilize GChat, as I, too, love anything Google. Oh, he must be talking about Google Chat. Yeah, yeah. so... Yeah, so just GChat is Google Chat, not Guild Chat. Yeah. So that, that that confused me. So as the story goes, and it is a true story, one say while working hard at work, surfing the net, and of course in Google Chat with countless number of peoples, I was chatting up with people that play WoW and ones that do not. As I was discussing the happenings of the guild with a guild member, at the same time I was talking to a friend about some life things. At which point I started typing WoW stuff to this non-WoW person because yeah. her reply was question mark, question mark, question mark, and asked, what are you talking about? <laughs> I did not see that and continued talking about wow and wonderful loots I needed or the farming that I had done. Finally, my non-well person had used some bad words you may know that is similar to puck and asked me if <laughs> I was... It's so, right. Ask me, ask you if you're mental, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please be advised on where you are typing your wow stuff as you do not know who you may call mental. <laughs> One quick note to all listeners, I had to resubscribe to control that wow on iTunes. For some reason, it was not downloading. It's, it's, you mentioned that a bit earlier. Anyway, uh, another way I like to listen is to throw it on my Google Reader feed. Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. Thank you again. And until next week, for the Mo, whoopsie, for the control. Wow. All right. Thanks, Mo, for those Mo moments. (laughs) And um, I guess that's it. Oh, I did get a Twitter, I guess, uh, from – oh, I know who it was. I I started – I got a follow from somebody, and I followed them. And it's an orc named Thyra on the MoonGuard server. And I just want to give a shout out to them. And they said they thanks for the podcast and they look forward to the next one. We love Twitter followers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Twitter is our friend. Yeah. And uh, I guess that brings us to the end of another Control Alt Wow. Thanks for hanging out, T. Yeah, thanks. Tom. Thanks for having me. I've had a, I've had a ball. Thank you. <laughs> Terrific. And again, you can find Tempest. On Bind on Equip at bindonequip.com. You're also on Twitter as Tempest. Tempest. Yeah, T E M P E S T E. Yes. Yes. And uh, so give us a listen to that show. And uh, yes, please do. <laughs> this is Aprilian for the Horde. This is a show for the Horde. This is Tempest, definitely for the Alliance. (laughs) And this is Glanther for the Alliance. Give or take. You like. Me like. Sail here. It's been real. May you always be victorious. May the gates of Quel'Thalas be open to you. Always. May our paths cross again. Catch you later. Aldir Shalah. Go in peace.